The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Not, I'm 41. Okay, all right, calm down. Very excited. We, all right, now you're showing off just because mm-hmm. you've made a new buddy who you think you're going to get free tickets from at some point. Well, <laughs> trust me, I know how these showbiz types work. There ain't, there ain't no free tickets coming out of this guy. <laughs> There's nothing coming out of this guy. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to introduce you, Noel, in a way you've never been introduced before. Oh, excellent. I'm going to say star of musicals, a teacher, a world traveller, 
a singer, performer. It's Noel Sullivan. Thank you very much. And he's got the most beautiful tan you've ever seen. God, he's dark, isn't he? <laughs> I look like look at I've the state of you, man. I look like I've Ron sealed myself, don't I? <laughs> well well you walk, I, I remember the young, pale lad. <laughs> and he walks in and he's, he's, he looks Asian. I don't know if that's racist to say someone looks Asian. I don't no, know. no, I do have a little bit of Asian blood. In oh, me, do you? So it's, you know, the sunshine brings her out. <laughs> I wear, okay, whereabouts is the Asian? What part well, of your family and where from? Well, I, I don't really know because I'm not in touch with that side of the family. <laughs> Oh, right. Much. Oh, but, um, I, I, I know it's in Contro- India somewhere. Controversy in the first two minutes. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. He doesn't, he doesn't speak to half of his family. Give me a high five for that one. <laughs> yes, well man. Done, mate. I don't speak to loads of my family as well. And part of me, sometimes I feel sad about it. Yeah. Part of me just thinks, yes, makes it easier. Yeah, makes definitely. It easier. Especially at Christmas time. You know, you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to like each other. That's me, me no. We oh, yeah, no, that's, so, thought, that's the rule oh, right, no one oh, tells you until you're a grown-up. You don't have to like each other. It's okay to admit you don't like each other. Now, yes. listen, that, I'm saying that's probably the, the, the first time you've been introduced like that, because I bet every time it's Noel from Hearsay. Yes. Is that, that, that must be the thing. And that was, that was, you were saying 2001. Yeah. And that was, cause it's, it, it, we will talk about all the stuff you're doing now as well. We're going to get Fine. all the plugs in. Great. We're going to sell out your show that you're doing in Cardiff on April the 19th. What? Yeah, yeah they've even What? Oh, mate. When I walked into your office just now, I was like, they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> they got their shoes off, they're eating takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were, you were um, brought up by the security man who yeah. was trying to tap you up for a job because he's everyone's got the sack. <laughs> he, <laughs> tapping him up for a job? He was. Not in the way I like, though. So, uh, <laughs> but so he's not getting the job. You, you're right. So we're, t- we're going we're gonna to plug everything, man. And, and are you all right for an hour? Can we yeah, have you for an hour? Beautiful. Yeah, right. Course. So, but let's let's do the let's do the business. Let's do the, the business end of it. You, of course, were in hearsay. Yes. Um, and that was 2001. And what the series was, Pop Stars. It was. Pop Idols was the one after. Yeah. Pop Stars was that the first one of this kind of modern? Yeah. It, yeah, it was the first time. So it wasn't like pick you know, me, it, Nigel. Yeah, that was the it was tagline, pick wasn't me, it? Nigel, and there was like, and it was sponsored by a really hideous like fizzy drink as well that that lasted as long as PSA, I think. <laughs> really, what was the drink? Yeah, I can't remember. Something awful though. Every flavour was just like hideous. Anyway, that, I don't know why that's <laughs> popped into my head. The mouth that feeds him. That reunion's never going to happen. You never need to drink that crap again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank God. It was, it was, it was, I mean, we'd always had talent show and, and, and all this kind of Simon Cow stuff. All it is is opportunity knocks with bells and whistles. Exactly. It's all the same thing. Yeah. But this was, I'm a big, I mean, I'm wearing a David Jones t-shirt. I'm a big fan of the monkeys, right? <laughs> yes. of, of, I, I love those. Well, they were the first version, weren't they? They were the first, yeah. exactly. I love those manufactured yeah. pop bands. Yeah. And, and most pop bands are, and there's no shame in it. It's, I think it's a very credible way to, you know, to make a musical outfit. But this was the first time, I think, that we as the British public had seen there was the, the the competition side of it and that was that kind of one thing the auditions and people coming through and all that but this is the first time we'd seen the machinery in place yeah well well the, the idea of pop stars was not like a competition as we know the x factor now yes. it was a fly on the wall documentary about how to make a band so there were no phone vo- people say to me all the time i voted for you and i think no you never <laughs> oh were there no votes <laughs> no there was, was no votes right it was just for yeah we got picked by um industry Professor. It was Nicky Chapman, Chapman, Paul Adam, and Nigel Lithgow. Paul who? Exactly. That's Paul show Adam's business. Paul Adam's brother is Ray that rings up this show. Is it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Paul really? Adam, like he was a big boss at Polydor. Now he wow. works for Spotify. And yeah, okay. Ray still boasts about him. Okay, oh, well, yeah. there you go. Right. I should pay more attention to our callers. All right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, yeah, they picked they picked us out of you know they, they this is the first time they had regional auditions as well. So right. for me in Cardiff, there was I think the only other audition I'd ever seen in the local paper was Barry Moore's My Kind of People. Right. So. <laughs> That tells you how you know how sparse life was in those days. No, but I get that. Growing up, you know, I grew up partly in Manchester, and yeah. nothing ever happened to us. It was always you watched the TV, and it was always London kids oh, yeah, to get yeah, everything yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So for it to be in your backyard was a massive deal. You sound just like Suzanne now, who I think is listening. But she was the same. Like she'd, she, I mean, she came from a bit of a more of a showbiz background. She'd done the biz. So oh, it's like I remember the biz. I love yeah, exactly. that. The biz. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, same thing. Like they just. Really so that you say it's been, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> Don't let him in a radio studio. Um, yeah. So it was the yeah. It's the first time that w- that we had um, access to to regional auditions and, and everybody piled in. So then they uh, who did we have? Yeah, Nigel and that. They they whittled us down. They took. We had the regional auditions in Cardiff, and then we went to Manchester. Uh, when, well, when you when you did the, the thing in Cardiff, did you really? How what were you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Right. Okay. So yeah. kid. Yeah. You know, not Patron as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think? I've, I've done well in this. I'm, I'm going to go through. The, or were, you just, were you just kind of? Yeah, what, was, what were you doing as an 18, 19 year old so lad? I, <laughs> so I just come back from my second. So I'd done a summer season in Ibiza. And doing what? Partying? So, Pills? What was this? Yeah, all of that. <laughs> uh, but it was working for. Um, I've worked for an entertainment agency out there. So oh, uh, no. we, we put on shows uh, in the hotels for for guests. Did so, you have to wear the big mascot outfits? No, 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 no. So oh, I actually. So we did. Show, so the first. It was really random. The first year I did a black light theatre of Prague show where you dress all in black on a black stage <laughs> under ultraviolet <laughs> lights, and you do like so. There's like a soundtrack that plays, that, right? and then you put, like you We're put on white gloves. Or? Yeah, all the things, but all of the puppets are painted with UV paint. Yeah, yeah, I know so, the thing. Yeah, yeah, so basically, like, you take the whole set there, you set it up, and then you put on a show in the hotel, and then, like, it lasts for, like, an hour and a half, and then you're done. It was That's, like, the best job I ever had, because, wow. obviously, you're done by nine o'clock. Yeah. No one knows your face, because you've got, like, a black scarf so, on your head. Drunk and burnt people will clap whatever, won't exactly. they? Exactly, they don't care. They don't care. They're in an all-inclusive, looking at magic. They're like, they're, this is the best show they've ever seen in their life. Um, so I did that for the first summer season, and then I went back for the second summer season and I, I lasted for about four weeks and, and I was doing I was singing a lot more and all that kind of stuff and I was just like what am I doing like I'd finished my A-levels I was like that like one season was enough if I stay here you, you know you look at the you looked at that time at the older entertainers and they were like they'd been there their whole lives they it. ran a bar yeah. they did their circuit and it was just dreary like it's a lovely island don't get yeah, me wrong yeah, yeah. but I wanted more yeah. so I came home and literally the day I got off the plane my mum was like have you seen this oh, and it was a cutting one. out of the paper so uh yeah just went, uh, so the plan was either to go to college to do musical theatre that that was a plan for that September and I kind of applied to places and stuff and, and had quite good feedback and then yeah and then this happened and it, I didn't question it I was just like there was no, there was nothing to compare it to. There was no, exactly, nothing yeah. had been done like it before. So yeah. I, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to be a pop star and it's going to be massive on telly. You didn't know because no one knew. Yeah. So I just went through the audition process and was like, oh, this is good. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, yeah. So they took us to, took us to Birmingham, whittled us down again. Then, you know, then we did that, all that Green Mile stuff in London at the Brixton Studios where they took the final 30 and we all worked together and every day people got cold and we had to walk. Now, were you, it was Darius? Yeah. That was your series, was oh, it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he he's evil, right? We can no, say that. No, he's not. 
he had a massive kind of resurgence, didn't he? A haircut and seemed to sort well, of calm he down a with bit. Noel, He came back with the Noel skills, basically. Yes. He went away, he got his hair done like mine, he looked down <laughs> the camera and said, I am, um, like, he stole my, he stole my, uh, <laughs> stole my groove. And he kept his, his riffs a little bit tighter. Yeah, exactly. He, saw, he went away, he watched what I did and he, and he sorted funny? himself out. 18 years after it happened, I know you say you say Darius Britney Spears, you, yeah. But we can it's picture yeah. that, and that's how iconic. And that's just one scene, but that's how huge yeah. pop stars this the whole series was. It was getting like 10, 12, 15 million viewers. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, and this is and you forget it's like before social media. It's before, yes. it's before like massive Sky TV. You know, it's it's when we just had everybody was watching TV it was on a phenomenon. Saturday night. Yeah, was it before camera that. phones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can thinking of that about the I had Nokia with a snake on, and that was like the coolest, most up to date phone yeah. ever. You know. Yeah. Playing snake. Just thinking, you know, the, the way that you were kind of pushed into it, and you know, you're 19, you're a kid, you're just going from one audition to the next, not quite thinking about what might be about to be unleashed yeah. on you. Yeah. Thank God there were no camera phones. Thank God there was no Twitter. Because yeah. what happened to you? Oh, I well, was this, bad enough. Wasn't well, it? they went. Well, it, it's different because now, like, it's just different, isn't it? You, you now, if you went through the X Factor process or whatever, I just, I. There's there's more support. There's more like there's less of that kind of hell that you would have online. But then we also had the press to deal with, which was a different beast back then. Mm -hmm. So all of the story, you know, I'd spent two summer seasons in Ibiza. I got up to mischief like anyone my yeah, age yeah, would have course, done at yeah. that time. And then then it's selling stories and and I in some ways that feels at that time it feels like. I feel like news is way more disposable now. You see something and then it's got it's replaced by something instantly. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the big deal was what's being printed in the papers on a Saturday and it affected things more, I think. So how much I I can't quite remember how much it was kind of almost happening live, wasn't it? Yeah, the episodes so, so, were being filmed and yeah, they go so, out that week. So basically when we got down to the final the final five and they moved us into a, a secret house in Mill Hill and we and, and we were probably about we moved in about six months ahead of the air date. Right. So it was catching up in real time. Up, yeah. So, like the, pa the the last maybe three or four episodes were as they they were editing that week. Wow. So, um, yeah. So it, it so it, it was what was weird is that period of time when you're just recording stuff and you know just stuck in this house, just thinking, is anyone even going to watch this? Yeah. Right. And then obviously, oh, it could like, have been a flop. You're right. Yeah, of course. You also, know. it was brutal. And again, another iconic moment that stands out that that would, that would never they would never say. Hopefully, well, they might. I be, know where you're going with this, Kim. K Kim Marsh, Nigel Lithgow telling Kim Marsh he was too fat and needed yeah. to yeah, lose... Yeah, but her reaction was perfect. So, oh, she was incredible. Yeah. Um, needed to lose some weight. But it just shows how un... How this was the first time that the mm -hmm. fact that yeah okay you you guys are going to get shit on because that's we we know what happens in pop yeah. but the fact that even the people in charge were were saying stuff that looked terrible on yeah. TV but also there was no pretense right of anything other than if you don't like it you can jog on there's someone else behind yeah, you that will yeah. come yes. in whereas yeah, with the X Factor the now they built up from the start yeah, and yeah, to yeah. think that they're the next big thing yeah of course but even like the deal I remember going to sit in the lawyers when we were signing the deal and it was the last ten of us. So they hadn't picked, you know, they, they hadn't yet gone round to our houses to tell us we're in and all that stuff. And the deal was shocking. And, you know, you're there going, I'm signing my life away here and I'm not going to get anything for this. But the the solicitor, yeah, the lawyer was just like, listen, if you don't sign this, you're totally replaceable. They've got people waiting this in the wings. Thing. And you're like, well, you know, to it's kids. better than... 
present yeah. them with that. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, you don't, at the time, you're like, oh my God, I'm just going to do it. And now looking back on it, I was like, everybody was just taking the mic. Or I imagine in the back of your head, you go, do you know what? I'll make it work. I'll make it work somehow. Just go get off, my foot in the off, door. Bit off, but also, even just like the they paid us 500 quid a week to be on the TV show at that time. And I was just like, that was more money than I'd ever yeah. seen at that time in my life. I was working as a waiter, you know, like I was supporting myself through my A-levels. I'd had a job as long as I could work from where I was from, you know, mm. a single parent family and just like trying, yeah. to, trying to, you know. Yeah. So yeah. We should say, because there, there will be some people, we've got, we've got kids listening, uh, Hearsay was the band. The, at the time, the fastest selling debut single, is that right? Yeah. Like yeah. 500,000 copies in a week. In a week, yeah. Or something Hard insane. Hard copies, yeah. Um... Uh, you must. You probably hate hearsay because of the misplaced apostrophe. Catherine is very uh, punctuation police. Sure. <laughs> that, that apostrophe in between the here and the say. I that didn't, must just drive I didn't you nuts. hate hearsay. I could forgive them anything. Oh, well, <laughs> and here's the thing. I mean, anything. Look, it, yeah. It, it was great. It was. It was a great TV show. It was a great song. You guys were a great band. You were a perfect. It was. Just, yeah, it, it just did what it was supposed to do. Also, you were yeah. all dead approachable. There wasn't a Darius in there because no. Darius was pretty much set up as the villain, wasn't he? In a bit yeah. of a knob, and, and <laughs> thankfully he managed to turn it around yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But you yeah. know, they definitely pitted you against each other, and it was yeah. like yeah. all the normal nice kids, and then him doing his Britney Spears <laughs> extended <laughs> remix. <laughs> but they're all inc- incredibly likable, imp- approachable. You know, the stuff with Kim. Everyone sided with her actually yeah. against Nigel, and he was setting himself up as Mr. Nasty, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was his. But obviously, he comes from like boss of light entertainment. Yeah. He wants to make TV. To, do, yeah. You know, it's the first time when you like. Okay, we need we need TV stories as well because not just making the music. It's like making sure people tune in after the break yeah. so we can sell the crap pop. And, and let's have some, <laughs> yeah, well, let's have some conflict. And if there isn't any, we'll make some. You mentioned exactly. the money. Did. Uh, 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 you don't have to go into specifics, but did you make any money out of out oh, of it? The only the only place that we made any money really was the uh, was the live tours. The arena you played big arenas, yeah, yeah. So that was great for us, like merchandise and all that stuff. Like, so but you made money off the back of that, yes, yeah. But the TV show, the records, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I did just have a PRS check that's taken fifteen years to come through. Go on, how much? At three grand. Fifteen years though. <laughs> no, oh, that's terrible. Come on, it's terrible. Fifteen years. <laughs> 15 years, I was like, oh, my old manager's getting back in touch. I'm thinking, oh, come here on, we go. here we go. I mean, I'm not, it's not to be sniffed at, don't get me but, wrong, but if you look at what we sold... Yeah, oh, God. Come on. Um, anyway. The, the, the arena tour, that was... <laughs> not bitter, not bitter, better. Yeah, here we go. Yes, exactly. Um, the arena tour, that was big, though. It's going to be... Yeah, right, 36 it's gonna be, dates. It's going to be a handful of dates, yeah, and it, yeah, went, it, was, it, it went nuts. Yeah. The country, the country loved you. That was the thing. For... For a, for a for while, a, for a second, I know. For, for a, a short sniff. time, here comes Alan Caddick. For a short time, the country loved you, and everybody was on your side. Yeah, that must have. Well, I don't. It must have been. I don't. I take that back. Was was that good feeling? Was it, was, as, as a it was young just, man, it, it, it was really be, scary. Scary. Yeah, of course, because it's like you locked in a house, and then you step out the next day when they announced who we are, and Trevor McDonald is on the news. <laughs> And he's telling everybody, you know, oh, here's a, are these people? And you're like, what? It literally changed your life overnight. And I, you're not seeing your family. You're not like, yeah. there was no connection. So you're just getting, sw- you're just surrounded by, yes, people, you know, people who you don't even know. They're just there to make the money off you. It's, it's yeah, looking back on it, it was a, it was a crazy time. I, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being down on it because oh, I'm no, not. Like, it was an amazing, it was an ama- experience. Yeah, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And the performance side of things for me, Will will never be topped, you know. Like abseiling down from Wembley roof, 
you know, looking like we've jumped out of a helicopter that we've shot because we've got, you know, like it was, <laughs> it was amazing. The tour was amazing. And I got to share it. You know, I made, Susie is one of my best friends still. I'm, you know, I'm God's godfather to her beautiful boys. Are and, you really? Yeah. Oh, and, isn't that lovely? Yeah. With, and she was best man at my wedding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, she organised my stag do. Like she, you know, like. Oh, that's but, lovely. So even just for that, now I look back on yeah. that as one of the most like. Like what an amazing thing to get out yeah. of that, you know, yes. that that friendship. We need to take a quick break. Um, Alan, you, you're very welcome to come on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got we got singer, entertainer, performer Noel Sullivan in the studio. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The idea of that, just, uh, you wait. Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we weren't listening. <laughs> We weren't listening and we nearly got busted. I was. I was Catherine waiting. shut up, but she, you know she shut up, but she didn't say, "Lads, no, I'm stop talking well, about." I thought you were going to get to the good stuff. She was enjoying that. <laughs> she was like, "She's yes. old school BBC entrapment." <laughs> see it now. I know. No. Um, well, well, we kind of jump. We've got Noel Sullivan uh, in. Some of you will remember him from here. Say, uh, yeah, give Alan a call back. We'll get Alan. I'm sure he'd, he'd, uh, Noel would love to talk to him. Um, we, we, we mentioned uh, Alan before the show. Um, okay, so. How long was 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 the the bubble? The bubble from start it was to a short finish. One, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like publicly, about a year and a half. Was that but, all it was? Yeah, yeah, for us, it was about two and a half. Yeah, two two years, eighteen. I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> I'm saying it with such conviction. No, yes, felt... I think it was. Uh, no, I, I haven't got a clue. You felt like but... a proper pop band, you know, yeah. within well, a couple of months. Well, the thing is, we were so we were so saturated, weren't we? So, I guess. like, if you if you imagine every media form, yeah just talking about us all the time there is nowhere for that to go there's no there was never any take you know if you win x factor now they take you away for a year yeah. and, and sort you out properly any like stylist or music uh, music choices or it was all happening in front of everyone you know so which is that, perhaps why liberty x who were formed from the people that didn't make yes, yeah. ESA, perhaps had a slightly longer pop yeah. career because yeah. they weren't being thrust everywhere by itv and exactly the exactly uh, oh, yeah well they went away and they got virgin got hold of them and, and made them into that band but then uh, equally they just did a load of covers so yeah. were yeah. they in a better position than us in the long term i don't i don't know yeah i guess for the people that came after you it's a bit like being the younger siblings right they can see what happened to you Little lessons are being learned all the oh, time. Of course, yeah. So each time it gets slightly better for them. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, you think that? Well, that. Well, yeah. Well, pop stars, the rivals, which was the next version of pop stars, which came after pop idol, was uh, girls allowed yeah. and one true voice. Right. And the poor boys, like, yeah, just yeah. Ne- they were the first, like, proper thrown into the abyss. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, they were the sa- sacrificed. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, first time you're on top of the pops. What was that like? Was that a thing? Was yeah, that yeah, a thing yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> it's still a thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I still show off about that. that put, As you the, should. Yeah, of course. Top of the Pops. We were on there all the time. <laughs> I was death. watching a load today. Yeah, I was getting... it's so... And you look at... I look back at those videos, I'm like, look at us. Like, we're such babies, you know? Um, and yeah, Top of the Pops... Uh, Anthem Deck was SMTV. it SMTV SMTV oh, Live Chums all of that when you got a, when you got a script and you were in Chums you were yeah, just like here's the thing about SMTV <laughs> by that time I was in my 20s when 20 somethings were yeah. watching it wasn't a kids yeah, programme yeah because it was proper hangover TV yeah, wasn't it exactly yeah I loved it you could watch all the pop acts on CD UK and all that stuff perfect yeah it was just great we literally lived in that in that building what for, was for interesting and I sensed the change but I didn't know it was quite so toxic until I was reading up on it today is when Kim Marsh left and it's, it, it, what was, what's interesting about hearsay is it follows pretty much 
step for step the pop band story yeah but just <laughs> compressed yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. compressed yeah. normal pop band story maybe four or five years yeah, yeah. yours it was it was it was that and everything happened so quickly so kim yeah. leaves for yeah. whatever reason um and you could have either gone on as a four piece but you decided to get someone else and there was that, i remember that show where yeah. you were auditioning horrible but it was just horrible it was like a, it was like a, a market version of pop stars yeah. wasn't it it was like a cheap it was, was it, was, it, it just it, on it the too yeah yeah it <laughs> was like go. a cheaper version of it wasn't it yeah. i remember thinking Okay, this is going to be an interesting yeah. storm. And you know that you don't want to do it. You've said you don't want to do it, but they're, you're they're all cracking forced into on. it. Yeah, you're just they're cracking. Did on you have it. any say no. in your career no. at that point? No. They came in and said, "Right, you got this." No. Yeah, it. I remember even saying like they, they wanted to go with this the single off the second record to everybody, and I hated it. I was like, "This is so dry." It sounds like it sounded like a song by Five. It sounded it did like, sound like Five. Yeah, 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 it sounded like that. But also like so the Mel C. Um, Mel C, Brian Adams duet. Oh, it's yeah. like the same chord structure as that as right. well. And I was just like, this, come on. This is dry. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, we could do something better than this. And there were some really good tracks on that second album, I thought. But they didn't see the light of day in the end. So, uh, yeah, it didn't matter. Our opinions didn't matter. No, no, no. And so. that was set out from the start, wasn't it? It yeah. was, if you don't like it, you can jog yeah. on. And that's <laughs> not what we were there for. We no. weren't there to be, like, creative artists. No. But then... But then, having had that experience when you're 20, when comes the point when you're allowed to call yourself an artist? Like, it took me, it's taken me up until last year to realise that I was. Mm -hmm. Mm. That because I didn't feel like I could own that because I was from a pop band and I was being told all the time that you're not worth anything because you were in a pop band. That's crazy. You know? That's crazy. Because your career since then is something you've built brick by brick. You own it and you you deserve to be proud of it. Yeah. It's been a... I mean, looking back on it now, when I read my own... You know, when I have to hand in my CV for stuff and I'm just like... Yeah, I, I I have put in the hours now, yeah. and and it is something that can't be like taken away from well, me. Let, let's is... get there in a minute, because I, I just want to get on. The, this is the kind of getting to the end of the hearsay thing because okay. when the fifth member it was Johnny, yes. somebody who'd been a dancer yeah. in the band, and suddenly that was the moment the public turned, the, the media turned, and then inevitably the public yeah. turned because yeah. people started screaming, "Fix!" Yeah, this is a fix. It's one of their mates. And I remember watching and thinking, I'd say I like I like pop band. I like mm. pop bands. I like watching them. This it suddenly got really really nasty from the outside yes. with people. Nation's favourites suddenly now your your cheats and your liars and yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your scam artists. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Where because you guys we were. Did, yeah, we had like proper Daphne and Celeste moments where we'd be singing at radio row shows and they'd be chucking cash you know like pennies and stuff no. at you and, and you'd be like dodging them or like really yeah 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 and so I hang remember... on this decision that had been made could probably I'm, I'm imagining completely over your head as everything yeah. else was yeah. was suddenly yeah, put then, at your door but then the, the press sentiment had switched as well right. it was all That's about like thing. they started like digging up on stories about our families and about our pasts and about you know and you're just thinking everyone's kids at that point all they've done is ridiculous teenage stuff that is going to sound yeah. really terrible yeah but also, that's all we've done in our lives. So that's the biggest moments in your whole lives are being exposed every Sunday. Oh, teenagers, so every, teenagers yeah. shagging and taking drugs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, mind I blown. Yeah, I don't, yeah, but you think you, 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 it's fine now. I'm like a man and I can look back on it and go, yeah, everybody's doing that. It doesn't matter. But when it's your own personal secrets for the first time and you're thinking, I don't want my, my nan to read that. Yeah. I don't want my mum to meet. I didn't, I didn't get into this for that side of things. I don't court publicity. I'm not... You know, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm not out there on red carpets. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm like just getting on with my job. So, what? So how? Yeah, how did that work? But so how did it? How did it end? Did you? Did you, the the four the four core, core four of you the five of you? Did you go? 
we're done? Yes. Did the contract end? No, no, no. It was basically we uh, we went out to America to record some stuff and things got all a bit like just all a bit. It was all fractured anyway, and it all kind of came to a bit out, a bit of a head whilst we were out in the states. And then when we got back to London, we had a meeting and we're just like, the only thing we can do now, like, is it is it worth just dragging ourselves through this for the sake of pop music right. and feeling this pain? Or do we just club together and say we're not having it anymore? And we didn't tell our manager. We just we just phoned the sun and said we're. we're wow. So do you know what? Ironically, that thing they've been saying to you all along: if you don't like it, you can stop. Yeah, and we as did. a threat, you yeah. went. Do you know what? We'll take you up on that because this isn't worth Who? it. Yeah, and do you know, and the, the, it was that's the only thing for me that I'll say is the best part is that the end was our decision. You took control, yeah. and we and and that and it was the best thing we ever did. Who phoned the sun? Was it one of you, or did you have it on speakerphone? Oh, I can't remember. That's cause that's I an incredibly remember. bold, you know, grabbing back the yeah. power. Yeah, I think it was. I don't. It was like just a. It's all a bit of a first yeah, of course that it time. Is. Do you know of course what I mean? It is. Because it's it's still quite a. Yeah, it's not something that. <laughs> and you, it is at that period I haven't like revisited very yeah. much. Uh, and are you cool talking about it? Is yeah, it's not yeah, too yeah, yeah. painful or anything. No, no, I've just had. Yeah, and it's we are going to get days. onto this. <laughs> I know you've. I know you've been through a lot recently. We are going to get onto the the, the hugely successful career. You haven't stopped working in the last 10, 12, 13 years. But we were talking during the break, the, that, that, that period after any pop band goes, you, you, you're dirt, you know. Yeah. No, no one wants a, a former pop star yeah. for, for oh, a year. And as much as the public like a success story, they do In love, this country, they love kids that have been blown up. Look at them, they thought they were yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you know, I went back to Cardiff and, like, my hometown is not an easy place. Like, I love it dearly. It's, you know, it's, it's made me who I am. I love Wales. But to go back, that like... It's a vicious place on a weekend anyway, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got into so many, like, scuffles, and, and that's totally not me either. Like, you know, to... you, you end someone, And uh, it, people look for it from you. People yeah. want you to be up your ass. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They, yeah, want, yeah. They, they want you to, so they can say... Well, that idiot oh, I saw it, yeah. and he was a... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, I had loads of that. Loads but also, of, like, the number of encounters... I've heard people say to me, oh, I met such and such, and they were an idiot. Where'd you meet them? Oh, it was, it, was, it was in a queue at a thing. Right, so you spent two minutes with them, and you've based that two minutes when who knows what was yeah, happened yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows what's going on? Like, that two minutes where they might have been a bit short or didn't want a picture or whatever, yeah. you've got from that that they're an idiot and yeah. they're a dick. Here's something else I've noticed. People who are not used to seeing people that they see on the telly have one of two... Well, all right, maybe three reactions... One, not saying anything at all. Two, being really nice to you. Three, they desperately want your attention somehow, so they just pick, they just pick on you for some, you know, Mm-mm. for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, aggression. Yeah, I didn't. In th- that part of it for me, like that, probably scared me into pursuit. You know, like for the next part of my career, I didn't know what to do because I was scared of trying to pursue that because it felt like such a scary mm. thing at that time. You didn't, and then and then the social life goes out the window because you don't want to leave the house yeah. and everything else tumbles. Did down you think that. about jacking it all in? The, not, I don't mean killing yourself. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe you well, did yes. as well. Maybe you did <laughs> yes, that. but the career. Um, did you think? Uh, do you know what? Well, that's done. I'm going to go and get a nice office job now. And no, no, because I oh, I only knew music. Yeah, like it was my passion. I'd been singing since I was six. It, it was my only. Is the only way I knew joy. Really, you know, uh, mm. and and actually, it was getting. I, I decided to represent myself for a little while afterwards because I didn't trust anyone. No, no, so you just got the power back. You don't want to give it to exactly, someone else. Exactly. So my first job was I went out to play Danny Zuko in Greece at the Jersey Opera House for a summer season. Wow. 
and I worked my Sandy was Claire Buckfield who is she used to go out with Deck yes years. I remember her remember? she was one of the twins. children yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah of course uh, her and Julie did like, they, and they were in Grange Hill yeah and all that stuff um, but Claire, uh, Claire was uh, in, in the show with me and I just she was great because she'd had so much experience and and I remember going there really, like, really scared and then feeling the warmth of a theatre cast for the first time. They are just, they're misfits and they're bonkers and they've all had, like, they've all, they were all, the, like, the weird kids at school who nobody wanted to hang around mm-hmm. with because they were dancing and singing all the time. But actually, before it was cool to do that, yeah, you know, before yeah. becoming a pop star was a thing, yeah. you know, when I grew up, it wasn't cool to do that. It was... You, you know, especially and you for meet, a boy. Exactly, and so you meet all these people, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh my god, I'm in a fa- th- that, that's my family. That's yeah, my family. yeah. You know, these and, are me. These yeah, people exactly. get it. Exactly, and you can say anything in the theatre, anything. I swear to God, anything, and no one bats an eyelid. No one ever goes, "That's weird." Yeah, and you just yeah, and 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 that's where I found my home. So it didn't matter how how much confidence had been knocked. Bit by bit, and that's why I stayed in it for so long because I just felt that's where I feel like I belong. But there. also yeah. as well to do, and you've done loads of musicals. We'll, we'll go through them. We'll go through them. You, you've done loads and like, big roles in musicals as well, which you've got to be good and you've got to be able to work hard yes. to, to sustain any career doing that kind of stuff. People go look at look at pop groups. And go, well, it's just a bunch of idiots just dancing and singing. Anyone can yeah. do that. Well, actually, no, not everyone can do it. And it, no. you've, the fact that you've carried on working shows that you have got the talent yeah. and the dedication to make a career. Yeah, there were a couple of... Like, they're, they're obviously in theatre, and, and I I get asked this quite a lot because I do think there's a place for people to be in shows if they, ha- if they haven't got the talent sometimes because I think if if a celebrity draws people to the theatre who yes. wouldn't usually go there... Yeah. And they're I going think, to see them. Exactly. I think there's power in that, and I think, I, I, and you know, and I, I hate it within my industry, the people who are like, well, they shouldn't get the jobs. We've trained for all the years. Yeah, but they have, but they've got the profile that bring the bums on seats and make sure everybody Everyone gets else paid. Gets a job, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's the one thing. But, but secondly, there have been a couple of careers, uh, a couple of roles in my career that, that changed things because then they suddenly went... So I was the first. I was the first. In, uh, I was the first British person to be cast you as Galileo. I nearly said did. English. I nearly did. Don't I'm your my people. family. I, I know I'm going home on Friday. They'll set me on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, I was the first British guy to be cast as Galileo in We Will Rock You in, wow. ten, in ten years. Wow. So that, they'd always had. They'd had like covers who were who were British and stuff, but uh, but I was also the first person who had ever had like come from a pop background to play that role i did it for 18 months on tour and then brian may said will you come and play it at the 10th anniversary at the dominion oh come on mate that yeah. do wouldn't it you know so when you just think like about it brian yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so it's, it's that moment where i'm just like then for me and that was only in 2012 but at that moment i was like i'm here now yeah i've arrived that's and it's validation it, yeah, from exactly. someone who knows their stuff yeah, exactly and also no one's doing any favors you are there because yeah. you deserve to be and there, i've auditioned the for, for i've job. auditioned 10 times for that role yeah. you know I've yeah. beaten off all the co- competition. Right, we're going to have a quick break. Let's leave it there. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to have a quick break. When we come back, we're going to introduce you to Mr. Alan Caddick, who's Great. a regular caller to the show. Lovely. Um, and maybe you, dear listener, we've got, we got Noel for another 20 minutes or so. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Can I, covers? Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative. With Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm loving this. Noel Sullivan is here, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, so is Mr. Alan Caddick. Hi, boss. Hi, Noel. Hi, Alan. 
I'm number seeing you at the NEC Arena in September 2001. Wow. You remember him, right? Yeah. And how much did you pay for a ticket, Alan? It was a college trip. Oh, okay. So, are you? I've got to check. Are you calling for a refund? Were you disappointed with the performance? <laughs> no, I was a big hearsay fan. Yes, well, it's good because I haven't got the cash to give it back to you anyway. <laughs> you got three thousand pounds the other day, young man. <laughs> we know exactly how we know literally how much money uh, you have got. That's Do you want to chastise him for uh, murdering uh, Monday Monday by the mamas and the papas? Is that <laughs> is that what you're calling in for, Alan? No, I'm asking a serious question. Oh, oh question. Okay. Serious question time. All right. Have you ever thought about going into soaps like Kim in and Coy or Suzanne in Emmerdale? Ah. into soaps? Because that's how TV works. You think about it. Yeah, and, it and then happens. it happens. You just have to ring them up and say, I'm ready now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've, I have auditioned for a couple of soaps, actually, and I've never got them. So... Pu- publicum? No, no, I can't speak well. I can't. <laughs> what okay. did you call me? <laughs> I don't think you got your pronunciation quite right there. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, I have auditioned for some. I haven't got them. Um, yeah, there you go. Well, Alan, do you know any any producers of like EastEnders or or, or, or Emmerdale that can maybe help? No, maybe Kate Oaks. Kate Oaks. Who's who is Kate Oaks? Obviously, she's a lady in charge of EastEnders now. Right. Have you got, have you got, got Kate her Oaks's? email? Yeah. <laughs> What's her number, Alan? I don't know. Her well, number. you're a fat lot of good. You are, mate. <laughs> Sorry, no. I thought I thought we had a, a sniff of a gig there. Thought it was we were going to get you get you a job, get you back on the telly. Now you've been back on the telly. You were saying, <laughs> "Welcome to my world." This is our flipping job, oh mate. Oh my how god! How dare you laugh? What a this job is you've how got! We feed our kids. I'm just jealous. <laughs> By the way, you're welcome anytime you want. Thank I love you, you mate. I've always so been a big much. fan of yours. Oh, I knew we'd get likewise, on. mate. I, oh, do you know? Do you know? I was. I I, I loved not the nine o'clock news. When yeah. I was, well, like, that good because I wasn't on it, mate. I was on the eleven o'clock show. Oh! You hear that, Suzanne? Oh. You hear that, Suzanne? We tried to get you, oh, Suzanne. No. We got blocked, so we went. Well, let's go for the let's go for second best. But Danny said no, so we got Noel instead. You hear that, Suzanne? Oh my God, the shame of it all. Yeah, the shame. Oh, that's of like it. that's like when oh, people say, um, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry. But you are you are acting. You're just telling us yes. that you're in a big TV show. I am. Are you, yeah. are you, allowed, to, are you allowed to talk about I it? I don't know. Right? But, but I've already but we talked about it now. Anyway, I don't, no, I've, I've like whilst the I was TV shooting show, it, we were, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, it's a new Russell T Davis drama. Oh. <laughs> Uh, on BBC One. That's the Doctor Who man, right? Yes, and the Queerest Folk man. Oh, yes. right. Uh, so he, he's written a new drama, which is amazing. And Is it, is it gay people travelling through time? No, no, but there are gay people in it. OK. Um, gay people travelling through time is the uh, other one with John Barrowman. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> Touchwood. That Touch, Touchwood, that's it, yeah. I actually really like that. T- Touchwood, I Touch think. Touchwood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all, all kinds of stuff happens in that yeah, TARDIS. Yes. Um, yeah, so <laughs> basically... Uh, TARDIS with a glory hole. Imagine. <laughs> you can say glory hole on British radio. Let's move on, Noel. You've lowered the tone. I wish we'd got you, Suzanne. I really do. I'll start writing an email now. Yes. I hope she's, uh, she hasn't messaged. Maybe she's not listening. She's listening to Talk Sport. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, she she, she knows a lot about Chelsea. I mean, this is incredible. Go on, that's right. Uh, yeah, so back to the... What were I talking about? Russell T. Davis. Right, great, thank you, thank you. Russell T. Davis. Uh, yeah, so it's called Years and Years. Uh, it's, I think it's coming out in May sometime, but it's... Um, it's basically uh, it's about a family uh, in Manchester, and it's set like in the not too distant future okay. when, when a kind of uh, geopolitics has gone kind of right wing and, and wow. a bit nuts. And what do you mean gone? It's with air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, so yeah. I voted Brexit. Okay, but even more, even more so. Okay, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like what's going to happen in twenty years' time. Yeah, and and um, yeah, there's some really 
it's really interesting. Technology is a bit crazy in it, and it, it's a bit kind of dystopian, you know, in, in its way. But I, and I just feature a few scenes in the first episode. But is this your, your first TV acting? No, I did You've a, done I, others. I, I did another BBC drama about two years ago called Ordinary Lies. Which okay. Is, um, well, the second series of Ordinary Lies, where I played a <laughs> forklift truck driver lad. Okay. What? Yeah, wow. I got to learn how to. Go, did you I, do I, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, basically, if this well, all goes tits out, yeah, yeah, I can go and get a job in Costco. Skills. <laughs> Transferable skills, it's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it all going on. Yeah, you're going to uh, find some clips of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've done, yeah, I've done a couple of good TV, you know, yeah. It's, um, yeah, some some quality stuff, uh, which is it's hard, isn't it? Because it's those gigs are so few and far between. But if I if I keep just kind of cracking on and with what's this? You're one of the 12 Irish tenors, I believe. <laughs> I was. Is, is, is that correct? How many of the 12 Irish tenors were actually from Ireland? None. <laughs> None. The majority were Australian. <laughs> oh. And there's an amazing clip. I'll see if I can find it. It's on one of my friends' Did Facebook. Did you have to sing with an Irish accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go on, to do with, go when on, Irish eyes are smiling, <laughs> all the world looks bright and gay. <laughs> Yeah, there's not an accent. I can't. It's like one of my special skills, but not now. Um, so, so, well, so, I think we should be continuing the rest of the conversation in this. Well, accent. we can if you want. That'll be fine. So basically, I'd uh, like that too. Maybe not. Maybe okay. Not. All right. That was all going so well. There we go. Um, so yeah, I've got. There's a clip um, on one of my friends' Facebook. We we basically went to uh, a morning breakfast show in Nevada. Yeah. Um, a news show. You know, you you can imagine the type like purple kind of well a bit like this she did yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can make it purple if you want yeah oh can you change the light colour yeah. yeah. doesn't know how this works though so, so good okay. <laughs> yeah and also rubbish radio yeah. she's changing it now it's <laughs> that was it you had it there, yeah, there, there we go okay now I'm back in the zone uh, so basically um, they took the, they took the 12 of us to this studio with a boom box and a CD oh no and they were like right okay um, so we did the first song and then the presenter's like uh, I'm the biggest fan you know I've been to see the show so many times it's, you guys are great um, go and see them at the El Dorado Casino um, and then they go you're going to sing When Irish Eyes Are Smiling and only four no only eight of the twelve Irish tenors sang it in the actual show <laughs> so I went oh mate we, we, we don't we don't know the words for this and they were like well just sing the choruses and I was like well what do we do for the song like what anyway they didn't we had to stand there and there's this amazing clip where the, the song starts and everyone starts swaying and they all start singing Hell for Leather and it gets down to four of us on the end and we have lost it completely. Like, for the whole song, we're just... like, just, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to the boys, like, keep, keep smiling, keep smiling. It's, it's glorious. Wow. I'll have to send you send it to us. Now, I the reason... I, I can't quite remember how it came into my timeline, but you wrote a thing a couple of weeks ago. I saw it a couple of weeks ago about yeah. mental health. It was last week. Last week. Yeah. And about... Um, how you've been struggling recently, but you'd kind of turned a corner and things were, were looking better and you felt yeah. that you were on the up again. Yeah. Uh, how, are, how are you? Um, I guess it's the, the basic thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, it's, it's always hard, I think. Um, but the more, the more work you do on it, I think the better it becomes because you, you start to be able to feel... Yeah. Uh, to understand it a little bit more. For years, there was just constant noise in my head and it wasn't always good noise and I didn't know how to turn it off. And I, there were loads of factors. There were loads of stuff from my, you know, I had a lot of kind of traumatic events from my childhood. A lot of things that I probably should have addressed around the time that you would usually address kind of turning into adulthood, maybe mm. at university. 
uh, my sexuality being a massive one of those. You were, um, you were told to keep it quiet that you were gay. Yeah, well, I, can't, I, can't, I basically, I didn't really, I was at a time when I didn't really know. I was still kind of, yeah. you know, I was calling myself bi and I was 18 and, yeah. you know, and I was in Ibiza. God, <laughs> you know, at that time in my life, anything. Loving it. Yeah, exactly. Loving I just it. didn't care. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. at, at that time as well, sort of this, the turn, mm. the late 90s, early, early 2000s, it was all about sexual experimentation. You didn't yeah. have to choose, did you, at yeah, that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, but it, also I'd grown, I'd grown up in, in, in Cardiff during the 90s where there gosh. was really not much outlet for that kind yeah. of stuff. I found my love in the darkness, yeah. you know, um, you know, in clubs and, and, yeah. and, and, and just like there, there was no social way of being gay apart from underground at that time for yeah. me and so I, it always felt like it was always connected to like booze and drugs and you know and, and just meaningless sex and mm -hmm. all that stuff to kind of because that's how it was discovered and uh, which is not the right way for anyone to it wasn't discover love yeah yeah exactly but you don't understand that i didn't understand that so that's all part of like my my yeah. uh, you know crazy head and then you chuck hearsay on top of that, and then they tell you. I, I I told them in the auditions that I'd you know I don't know what I am, but you know I've had these experiences, and and they came to me and they were like, if you basically if you want to be in this, you don't discuss this anymore. My God. But from a TV perspective, I can understand it's like a multi-million pound thing that they don't know if it's gonna you know. Isn't that I, funny? You're still justifying it. Yeah, you're still just. And I'm not criticizing no, no, you for no, it. No, 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 you know, no. But, I know it's wrong, but I, I can see their point. Like that's what I'm saying. I know, yeah. like it damaged yeah. me, but I know why. If you, if you're a business and you want to make sure that this thing is going to be perfect, like I know it. Yeah, I shouldn't justify. I don't it. want to do all the work that you've done no, no, recently no, no, with your therapist. No, 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 no. So I'm not criticizing. No, 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 no. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I shouldn't just. It is completely wrong, and it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, but I get them, it. You like, telling them that should have been their cue to right? Okay. Let's, yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Let's protect you. Yeah, let's make of course. Sure you're but right. yeah, yeah. And it was just like shut up. Yeah, and and they God. tried to they tried to use it a little bit later. Oh, it's so boring. But it's 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 yeah. I've just found that whole time a, a damaging time really because at that age where you're supposed to be exploring yourself and. You, you know, tr wearing crazy clothes and I don't know whatever it is that you do a, yeah. a, a, as a teenager making mistakes. Yeah, exactly. They 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 package you up and they tell you what to wear, what to say, and 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 who to be. And that was for me that was the most damaging thing ever. And I don't ever think I understood it fully for ages because then you go into that the next step, which was the hatred from the public, and then you're dealing with all of that, and you don't have time to, and then you're just burying all of these feelings mm -hmm. and just not enjoying yourself. So it's taken a long time. Then, then there's the financial worries and the, all of that stuff, and, the, and getting a career for yourself that that you feel like you, you have to hold on to with with both hands. And so, my personal, my mental health never was at the top of my list of priorities mm. for years and years and years. And actually, it was meeting my husband, meeting my partner James, uh, my husband. Uh, he's the first person really who has allowed you know he t he took the reins for me and allowed me to not have to worry about money for the first time he i, I was a, basically i kind of burnt out in musical theater because it was so you know it, it absorbs so much of your energy and i got to the point where I, I felt like i wasn't doing it justice because i wasn't happy mm. and i was like i've got the best job in the world why don't i feel happy i'm you know and yeah and i know it started affecting my mm -hmm. you know it, it was affecting our relationship and all that kind of stuff and yeah, he has allowed me to have that breath and to to it, it all came to a head last Christmas basically. And I, some guy came up to me in a pub and was like, 
and I wasn't ready for it. And he said, "Will you come out for a drink?" And I was like, "I'm not really in the mood," but I went anyway. And this guy, and I felt like a superhero without my cape on. You know, mm. I'd just been on the sofa for the <clears> afternoon, and this guy came up and went, "Oh, you're that guy from here, say what? You still doing all that singing and that?" And it's so stupid. It's such a little thing, but I wasn't ready. And it and it like it was like an arrow through my armor. Yeah. And it, I know it's stupid, but I was like, I don't. Why am I? I feel like I have to justify myself to you. And I got really upset. And I walked out the pub. I burst into tears. And I lost. I just lost my shit. It's and not stupid at all. Because what you're talking about is a drip, drip, drip over years. And that guy yeah. got you right at the moment. When yeah. You were and the it broke rawest. the dam. And and I rang my mum and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I just don't. I don't know what to. I don't know how to cope anymore and I don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm. So I went to the doctor and said all of this and then, you know, went on the way to nurse for therapy and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, slowly but surely kind of built myself back up. But it's been, yeah, the last year. Oh, and what's what's amazing about it is that I have had these beautiful creative moments because I've had this space mm. to think. Like I've done some nice work and I've been writing and, and things that I never knew that I wanted to do, I'm exploring and it's all part of this process. Do you think it was a breakdown or a breakthrough? Uh, it was a breakdown. And then I think, oh, you know, getting back was the breakthrough. Um, yeah, and, and, and I, was sitting, I was sitting on a beach in Thailand last week with my husband, having had, you know, this amazing experience of teaching and passing on my knowledge for the first time in my... So in how, many, how many kids were you teaching? So, so Yeah, so we did a... We put on a Queen concert in Jakarta at the uh, British School in Jakarta uh, with 288 kids, Dear 12 God. groups. We did a whole... We did a number with... We did Don't Stop Me Now with Year 8, which I... You know, it's like a bunch of 12-year-olds who don't want to be there. <laughs> but we made them... You know, then we had them dancing. Yeah, and, you know, you Yeah, it was great. great. Um, so, yeah, we we we'd done this... Um, I'd never done it before. My, my James is a choreographer and a, and a teacher and a wonderful dancer. So it was, um, so he's used to doing it and and also really gobby. So like I, I'm just used to seeing him take control of room. So it was nice to to put myself in that position. Anyway, we we got to Thailand and I was just on the beach and I was just like, we've cut, I look like in the last eighteen months we've, I've come so far like and I haven't discussed it and I think part of your healing as well is sharing it. Because then you realise it's not a dirty little secret. Your mm. sexuality is not a dirty little secret. Your, um, your your crazy thoughts are not a dirty little secret. If you let them out and you share them, they it you realise that there are loads of people in the same in the same space as you. The same like they need help too, or they don't need help, or they can help you because they've been they've there. Been or, it, yeah. yeah, and 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 the minute you start talking about it the more like i've just found it so so amazing like the messages i've had from people who i've known for years and the and they go i had no idea you were mm. dealing with that well of course not because i'm like a joker face i put mm. on the smiles and everything's okay but it's not okay and my point was i think it's now more than ever so important to just tell people when you're not okay because you know you could just get washed away and you know, too many people are dying Yes. Too many people are dying yeah. when actually they don't need to. And I don't know how close you came to it. I've certainly come oh, very, yeah, very close yeah. to it. You know, yeah. I've looked it in the face and um we're here tonight. You're here tonight because of that 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 post. So I'm really I'm really glad that you wrote it. So, yeah, you know, and thanks thank for you reaching for out. It's amazing. Like, hey, listen, yeah. we're we're kind of out of time. You are doing a show April the nineteenth. Yes, I am in Cardiff. In Cardiff. Yeah. Where is that? What is it's, that? Okay, so it's at the Wells Millennium Centre, which Ooh. is at the the most brilliant uh, place in Cardiff, and I'm doing my one man cabaret. Uh, called If You Don't Know Me By Now. <laughs> I love it! 
love it. I want to see I thought, it. I thought I'll just like set it up for the ne- you know the next show. I'll just do Noel puns for the for the whole thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically, it's a it's a journey through like my my musical influences and the shows that I've been in and the the music I was brought up on and uh, and music that I'm a fan of. Um, and I just tell I just talk like this really. Wicked. Uh, well, I could great. sit and listen to you all night if you do one anywhere near or a night that we can get to. We would both love to come. I will let you know. Where, do, 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 where, where's the best place to get tickets? We will follow you on Twitter. Uh, or go to the Wells yes, uh, on the yeah, you can get tickets on the Wells Millennium website, right. uh, Millennium Centre website, and you um, are the. Noel Sullivan on Twitter is that at the Noel Sullivan at on Twitter Noel and Sullivan. Instagram. And hey man, it's so nice to meet you. Thank o- you. Honestly, we're not just saying this for bullshine purposes. You, anytime you want to come back, you're in town. You want to pop in for an hour. You'd be very, very welcome. Thanks, I've, I've thoroughly you. enjoyed chatting and listening to you. It's, Thank uh, you. I think you're you're one of the good guys. So <laughs> hang in there. Um, we will carry on as with your phone calls in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Song, dear listener. It's all right. Yes. It's all right. 
the song that Catherine Boyle was conceived to. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, I, I loved that. I love that. We know we'll get him back in again at some point, and um, I, I could sit and talk to him all evening. Uh, this is the late night alternative. Weeknights from 10 with me, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Listen via DAB. Download the app. Or where's the third place they could listen, Andre? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't sit and speak to me all evening, would you? Yeah. Where's the third... Where's, Jesus. Where's the third place they could listen? They could listen uh, on DAB. Download the app. Or... Spotify. No. Uh, Lappy. On your lappy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. are you speaking into the telephone? Yeah, sort of. It's only a small phone. Ah, and such a big, big mouth. Yeah, but yes. can you hear it now? Okay, yeah. That's much that better. better, yes, yes. Right, yeah, what I was going to say, right, was... Uh, I fancy to sing a song, but my lappy's not on, unfortunately. Oh, it's so unfortunate for, for everybody out there. Oh, I bet they love it now. I can't sing, don't they? Yeah. I, I, I like a bit of airwaves, as you know. Airwaves. Airwaves to myself. Yes. I can, yeah. I, I can very rarely get a word in edgeways. Okay. I'll, try, I'll give a quick game, though. Okay. Scissors and rocks. Okay, scissors and rocks. Away we go. Right, go on, off you go. One, two, three. Three, three. What you got? I've got rocks. I've got a stick of dynamite. One, two, three, go. What you got? I've got a bucket of sand to put the dynamite out. Oh, I've got some water to wash it away with. One, two, oh, no, three, go. Good. I've got a boat. Um, I want a sandbank. Well, One, two, three, go. What you got? I've got a gun. I just shot you. Bang. Thanks for calling. Um, some people are unhappy. With By the way, if you um, were lucky enough to claim a late-night alternative laminated membership card, we've we've enveloped them. They will be sent out tomorrow. You should, what day? You hopefully you get them by Friday. Yeah. Fingers crossed. You can start waving them around the pub and showing off and that. Some people not happy with how the show went last night. And I'm not just speaking about our boss, Double N, who texts in like a lunatic, who may, I believe, coming to the Manchester shows. Uh, some tickets still available for the Sunday show. Should be a laugh riot. Still dragging your knuckles and icy. That's how I describe you. You really are showing your upper crust attitude these days. What? Imagine not giving a very poorly boy and girl one of your cards last night. I thought even for you, this was an all-time low. This will not be the last... Well, it says this will not be the last year about this trust. I think what he means is this will not be the last you hear about this. Well, maybe he's a pirate. This Uh, will not be the last year. Trust. Well, I'm not upper crust. Grew up on a council estate, mate. Yeah, the mistake you're making is he's southern. Don't flatter him that he's posh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not posh, mate. I just I can just speak proper, isn't it? Well, um, and listen, we will be giving, uh, we will be giving away more um, membership cards. What are they called? Five minute flash dances or something? Five minute flurry. Fly, we're gonna have five minute flurries. Not tonight. We're not because they're in the boot of the car. So no one. Do you know what? As well, being cheeky won't get you anywhere. Being NA. cheeky puts you back, uh, back. At the back of the queue, where once we all began. And if I might speak to you (laughs) in our native tongue, if you mither me... Do you know this person? You're getting out. Do you know this person? No, but if he's saying he's coming to see us in Manchester, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. no, 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 no. People come from all over the country to those shows. Big draw. Very big draw. You should at least learn some key phrases. Very, very big draw. I got my hair cut short today. I went in... uh, 0344 499 1000, by the way. The switchboard is empty. Fix it. Uh, Can you turn my computer off? It's buzzing. 
glad to see that that uh, fault report has been acted upon with uh, with speed. Um, I went to the doctors, went to get a haircut, and I went in. I said, "She said, what do you want?" I said, "I said, well, I said, my my, my uh, actually my opening gambit was, do you do haircuts in here?" She said. Well, I, we, I've got some scissors. I could give it a go. I said, "What could possibly go wrong?" That was my, that was our opening little bit of badinage. Beautiful. It was wonderful. Made me, made me feel proud to be British. That's British. You wouldn't get that anywhere else. It, it, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I've had me a cut in Spain. No, you wouldn't get that kind of badinage in in Spain. That's badinage. They're br- quite chatty. Badinage is British. Oh no, no, no. Badinage you, is actually French, literally French. No, it's British. Badinage is a very British phenomenon. Da, 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 da. What's the English word for it then? Mm. Mm. Um, so here's the, well we've got low weekend I mean no so here is you wouldn't get that in Spain though you'd get uh, 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 Spanish I'm Spanish uh, so with, with, with you like with you with, with you like what what with you like they say what the what with you like I uh, I would like a haircut oh yes very good. You see here? I get the fever. I cut your hair. You're going to like it. Exactly. Now, whereas if I... If someone Now, in Britain, the badinage would be, Sir, what would you like? I'd like a haircut. Oh, yeah, mate. Which one? Boom. Britain. Only in Britain. Only in Britain. You wouldn't get that in the continental countries. That's why I voted Brexit. You don't get that. You don't even get that kind of banter in the States. I used to, when I lived in Muswell Hill, uh, down at the foot of Alexandra Palace, there was a storage facility. It may well still be there. It might be. Mm -hmm. It it might be. You know, we can rent storage. And I used to go there because I needed boxes a lot. I only ever saw them in, like, American murder films. And then when I started working in London, they're everywhere, aren't they? I great, I mean, obs- great um, observation. I wouldn't open bo- with box it. places, not murders. I although let's yeah, be honest, um, there are too many of those as well here in the streets. I true. used to go to this um, storage place just to have a laugh with the people behind the Why? counter. I got on with them; they were funny. I I would go in and I would I could do like an hour there. What were you storing? No, I wasn't storing anything. I was buying boxes. What were you buying I, boxes I, for? For storing. Go and scrounge them from Tesco. So I would go in. You can't do it now. It's not the 80s. When I worked in B-Jams... used to keep boxes at the end of the tills, used to keep boxes at the end of the tills. And then someone said it was a fire hazard. Oh, God. Well, as we've learnt from... um, What's it called? Le Baton Rouge. What's it called? Notre Dame. The Notre Dame. By the way, all right, I I get that it's sad, right? But flipping heck. Everybody... Just calm down, dear. It It's not the end of the world. It's a cathedral in France. Well, all right, we are the gatekeepers of history, and that is history, and we let the... But it doesn't really matter. They'd already fixed it once in Victorian times. Yeah, exactly. The roof is 19th century, guys. Also, um, there's a whole section of trees in the grounds of Versailles which have been specifically grown for hundreds of years just in case this happened for Notre Dame. So they'll be all right. Everybody, but James was banging on him. James did like three hours on it last night, and then more like four hours tonight. Um, another radio station, uh, uh, a Marxist, a leftist Marxist whose name shall not be uh mentioned, but he's a scumbag and he's a tra- he's a champagne socialist, did an hour, did an hour yeah. on it. People doing like hours on not mate, other, other people, other get over it. Who cares? Actually, do you know what? I don't. I've not even been in there. 
I've not even been there. I've driven. I've, I've seen it from about a mile away. That's how much I care about Notre Dame. I've been in. It was nice. So what we got? We got um, Saint Pauls. Saint Paul. Saint Paul. Well, Saint Paolo. Look, I understand why they're upset about it, and it's a great shame. They'll they'll sort it out. It's no problem. Can we? Um, but then I suppose it's a nice turnaround from us um, hating the French, which was happening this time last week. Now now we're all feeling sorry for them. You know that some people are saying it's the Muslims. Yeah. That done it. I heard someone, some absolute dingbat, saying, oh, I heard they were moving all the expensive statues out just before it happened. Uh, yeah, because they were doing renovation work. That was Jean-Claude trying to create a conspiracy that... that well, like, it wasn't a conspiracy, he just thought it was like, a bit odd. Like, what just was a the, bit odd. What was the 9-11 thing? Well, if you, if you check, all the Jews didn't turn up for work on 9-11. He never said that, did he? No, he didn't, but conspiracy theorists do. It's a proper, that's an actual conspiracy. You'll, you'll find a documentary on it on oh, YouTube. Oh, well, if you if you actually study the records on nine eleven, a hundred percent of the Jews that worked in the Twin Towers didn't turn up I for mean, work. Now, you explain that one to me. Well, here's how you explain it. It's manifestly not true. <laughs> but um, but so so the Notre Dame thing. I think it's sad. You know, I think it's sad. And we are, genuinely, we are the gatekeepers of history and we kind of let, let it, but it, it'll get rebuilt. And it, everyone bit, will feel like they've got, uh, they've got some a stake in it. That'll be the great here's thing, what bring I, people together. Here's what I think they should do. They should update it, make it modern. So it's got the, the Satellite same, dishes. No, no, turn it into like, I don't know, an escape room or quasar or something. I just think that they need to do something. Because I've, I've been to Paris three times. I never felt bothered enough to go in there. Oh, it's, it's a giant escape room? Or a giant quasar, or there's um, like you know there's go karts. Yes, I mean slides instead of stairs. Yes, man. Oui, merci. Oh, très bon, très bon, la française. Yeah. Uh, so, but but they won't, they won't, they won't. They In won't. all seriousness, and I had another dingbat, same dingbat, uh, saying, "I can't believe there was no sprinklers in there." Um, Don't quite go with the decor, does it? I, but then, but then, but then it hit me right today. I was actually, I, I did have a thing, and 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 Michael, Mark, and George. Oh, it's the three of the Beatles. Uh, no, it's two of Jesus's men and a Beatle. If um, I was thinking, why are we hearing so much about it today? And then it dawned on me because the politicians are on holiday for twelve days, yeah. so there's no Brexit. So there's, and this is what it was like. No Brexit in Perda time. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But this is what phoning radio. Was like, I mean, I don't even know how long ago. Eight years ago, five years ago, eight years ago. This is what it used to oh, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. where you would talk about stuff like this on a. You talk about Notre Dame on a on a loop. You talk about all the other tiny little poxy stuff that's going on on a loop. It's Brexit, and you say the uh, 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 Purdy. So. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. This it really is um, a very shoddy show. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Got to mundo. <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I may have just soured my already tenuous friendship with, with Catherine Ball. I sat here with a cup of coffee, half a cup of coffee, and it's, it's quite cool now. And I put my headphones on as we were coming out of the break, and I, I held my coffee cup, and I just had an overwhelming... Well, it wasn't over... Well, an overwhelming feeling. So I took my headphones off, and before we came back, I said to Catherine, I just had an overwhelming feeling to pick up, the f- feeling to pick up this coffee and just throw it in your face. 
And you, here's just what was confused me. You look really upset at that. But I'm telling you, I didn't do it. And I'm telling you. But why the hell would you do that? I don't know. We, don't, we are not our thoughts. These things just happen. No, it's not that hot on... It would it be funny. It would be very funny. It would be shocking. But I'm... But you are quite nice tonight, though, and I'd end up all drenched and smelling. You... <laughs> Again. <laughs> drenched and smelling, the Catherine Boyle story. <laughs> Yeah, the two dwarves that got kicked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> but you should, you have no right, no right to be right. upset with me because I, I didn't do oh, it. Two what things. should we be doing is thanking you. Is that right? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Flipping heck. Believable. Um, I want to talk about those protesters in a bit. Oh, I want to talk about the dirty protest. Which dirty protest? That one that girl did. Oh, we saw a girl doing the... All right, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this Just first. Just a minute. Well remembered. Well remembered. I'll never forget. Oh, God. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, Ian. Michael, what can we do for you on this holiest of Tuesdays? Well, on this holiest of Tuesdays, I spoke to a uh, uh, long-time listener, second-time caller. Oh, we haven't oh, got on. the bell. Hang on, we've always got the bell. Hang Get on. it out. Oh, all right. Say it again. Oh, no, no, hang on. Go. Say again, Michael. Long time listener, second time caller. There we go. Always got the bell. Always got so, the bell. So here's the former. I uh, say something serious, then we do a, a celebrity party guessing game. Always got. Oh, this is the guy that does the crappy impressions. Oh, what, do you, what are you on about? It's no. just real celebrities. No. Anyway, first of all, <laughs> uh, I know I've missed the membership card thing because I listen normally on the podcast, so I'm listening to now on the live show. Yep. But for a fun fact, Oh, look at him! Look at him! He's he's saying, "I know I've missed it. I, I know I've missed it, and I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that." If listen, if you want one, Michael, you ask for one. Ian Lee. Yes. Please, maybe come up to the membership club. No, no mate. No, no mate. No mate. No mate. Not a chance, buddy. Not a flip. You should have been listening last night. Your chance. Also, I am the laminator. You ask me. Yeah, although the laminating machine is in the boot of my car. But no, no not, not, a, not a hope in, not an H in H, I'm afraid, young man. Not an H well, in H. Fun fact nonetheless, the deepest part of the ocean is over seven miles deep. But this turns into a quiz. What is the name of that deepest part of the ocean? Oh, isn't it called, like, um, Brent's Bend or something? <laughs> no, it's called some... No, no. It's not far. It's something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, Ridge? Uh, is it a ridge? Yeah, keep going. Uh, d- d- drop, bum, a uh, slut drop. D- Dick's Ridge. The Mariana Trench. The oh. Mariana Trench. Ridge, b- b- Brent's Ridge is yeah, not no, far from Mariana's it. Trench. It should be. Absolutely. A bit anyway. like uh, Tony's crack. <laughs> the, the same. No, uh, no okay. membership cards. We're not. We're not doing the five-minute frost over. What's it called? Flurry. No, five. Not doing five-minute flurry. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, back to the celebrity party I'm having tonight. Oh God. Got another couple of stuff. It's only two this evening. This bit embarrasses me so much. Makes my own testicles shrivel. Uh, Anyway, so I'll just... You know the rules, yeah, remember? Apparently. So I'll just hand the phone over now and you get to guess who the first celebrity is. Can we... If he hands the phone over, can we just go out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right, here you go. Why has all the rum gone? My black pearl. Well, it's Captain Jack Sparrow saying the name of the ship. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought you said Blackpool. That's Blackpool. One of my uncles. 
Okay, now we're getting a bit obscure. Anyway, uh, 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 you know, uh, celebrities. Black pearls are exotic. This is a maple. Yes, right. Mick. Okay. Okay. Not this. All right. Go you ready? Right. Please hurry. Just end this. <laughs> and after see you, to see you, uh, the game is generous. Okay. Too soon, mate. Too yeah. soon. Too soon. Too soon. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Oh, uh, sorry, I just heard that somebody wanted to throw cold brown muck over somebody. <laughs> oh, and that got you horny, did it, Mark? Well, you know, it certainly got me at my boxers anyway. <laughs> oh, dear God, this is disgusting. <laughs> Some people are into that as well. Anyway, uh, uh, let's, Mark's boxes. Let's 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 move on, There's guys. There's a lid let's, for every pot, Mark. You'll be all right. Let's keep it clean, guys. <laughs> what Mark? What, what have well, you got for us? Well, I, I mainly called up because I was going to do something serious, and then I was going to do an impression. <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> and, um, and if you don't, if, I mean, if you can do this, you know. So, black <laughs> pearl. <laughs> It's better than the other guys. It's better than the other guy's impression. <laughs> but it sounded like Jimmy Savile trying to do Jack Black. Black <laughs> Pearl. <laughs> it's better than sounding like Jimmy Savile doing a lot of other things. Okay, all right. I don't even know what that means. Right, what do you want, Mark, before I cut you off? Hey, cut me off. Okay, fine. Uh, good evening, George. Hi. What a waste of calls so far. Ian. George, Ian. I don't think this one's going to be much better. Yes. Ian. George. I'm not going to lie, you've annoyed me a little bit. Uh-oh. Excellent. You've annoyed me about calling the Notre Dame something of about nothing. And I think... Something uh, of about nothing. I'm t- talking to an idiot, but OK, carry on. Here we go. I think, I think that's a bit disrespectful, mate. Can to I whom? Just... Huh? To whom? To what it is and what it's about. Well, it's a building. Yeah. What is, I think it? You... What, what is it, George? You explain it to us. It's a, it's a it's a lot of history there. How much? H- think, how long? Huh? How much history? Seeing as you're so impassioned, tell us all about it. When, we, when was it built? Twentieth, uh, uh, 12th century. Mm-hmm. Well which, done. Which year? Um, the twelfth century. That's not a year, but okay. Come on, I think you're being harsh on the guy. He got the century right the second time, which is exactly, exactly. the same come as on, you, Catherine. Please, so come on. I just think full of it. I just think you you just called it like a bit of fish. Um, I didn't call it a bit of shit, if that's what you were about to say. I did not say... No, I didn't, I didn't say that. That's what you were going to say. Huh? Listen, all I'm, all I'm saying is, right, everyone, it's, it's been rolling news, we've it's been on the radio, on the... Te- Mate, get over it, right? It'll get fixed. A load of billionaires are putting a load of money in, right? People will go without without um, heating, so that it'll get, it'll get fixed. It's not that big a deal. I think it is. Well, tell me why. Because I think at the end of the day, we've all been around for. Been me off. No, that's because you said a, a cliche. It's the cliche bell. All right. Okay. Sweet. So at the end of the day, we're all going to be. <laughs> we're all going to be here, right? Where? Uh, this earth, and we're all going to leave. That is going to stay here for the rest of our lives. Well, it hasn't though. It literally. Oh, it literally. It literally. Not can't mug it off. It, but it literally hasn't stayed here for the rest of our lives. It it got burnt yesterday. I don't know if you saw the news. But it stayed around longer than you have. Well, yeah, it's a building, but now it's finished. Let's knock it down. Let's build some well, flats. It's still there, to be fair. It's just not a lot of it What left. are you worrying about, then? George, huh? it's George. George, the building... When, when was the last time you went there? Uh, 
Never. Thanks very much for your call, George. <laughs> That's unfair. You, you can be passionate about building and not have been there before. Yeah, he wasn't. He just wanted a rock. He, he, I, I'm not saying it's nothing. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a great building. But I've been to Paris, I think, three times, maybe four. Maybe four, maybe five, actually. And I've never been in it. I've seen it and gone, oh, yeah, it's Notre Dame. It's never appealed to me. I think it's, it's, it's beautiful. But I don't get the kind of the international grieving for it. As far as we're at, I don't think anyone died. I believe a firefighter was injured, which is terrible, but I don't think anyone died. Most of the treasures were out. Hang on, who... What was it, Catholic? Yes. Well, the Pope can pay for it. I tell you what, the the Pope can pay for it. I tell you what, the Pope, stand down uh, some of your lawyers that you're using to protect paedophiles, sell your ring that you won't let people kiss... Um, and pray. Pray for money. That's it, Pope. Pray for money from God to fix it. I've heard that church... This is what they need to do. They need to get one of those big, um, like, uh, long things they have outside your local church saying, we need £25,000 to fix the roof. And it's, it's always stuck on about eleven grand. Dear Pope, sell your ring. Um, no, not like... No. No, 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 no. Sell the ring that, that men kiss. The papal seal, yep. The papal seal, thank you. Sell the papal seal and pray to God that should cover it. He won't have to do that. He's got, they've got plenty of money. The well, exactly. The, 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 the Catholics should pay for the Catholic Church. The Pope should pay for it. If he did a few... Um, here's the thing, right? If the Pope did a few Comic-Cons... Flip right, your neck. Wow. Sat there next to, in between, Sylvester McCoy and Peter Davison... And did I reckon he could probably get sixty quid a, pi- a picture? He did. A, he, he's there for for three days. He'd make he'd make enough to build a new Notre Dame. That's what I say. And everybody loves a dame. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm hard to disagree with. I'm hard to like. Dead of night discourse for disco queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy farmers aye, aye. and distant fathers. Yeah, whatever. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On talk radio. Yes, great. So when I went round to the house the other day, my eldest said, um, Daddy, I really think we need to um, send our youngest to go and work for the army because he's just firing out toxic gas from his bum. But he said it in a real serious, he's firing out toxic gas for his bum. He needs to go and work for the army. Um, sorry, I do There's laws against that these now, days. Now, here's the thing. We're driving in... Can I... First of all, well, first of all, can I... Well, OK. So we're driving into London today, and um, Catherine and I met up before to have a production meeting. And so we, she's in the car behind me, directly behind me. And because of these protests that are going on... Dave, I'll come to you in a second. Because of these protests that are going on, by the way, I want to thank the protesters for what they're doing. Genuinely, I want to thank them. It, it, it made it a bit longer to get home last night because the bridge I normally go over is closed. It made it about 25 minutes longer to come in tonight. Saving the planet for our kids. You were all moaning about it. I said, they're doing it for your kids, mate. They're doing it... Well, I really wanted a wee. They're doing it for... They're doing it for the kids, to mm-hmm. quote Robbie Williams. Right. So I want to say... To, and this is genuine. I heard James having a childish, late 80s-style rant about it genuinely to the the protesters and there's been a lot of sneering at you guys and gals a lot of laughing a lot of naming and shaming um uh thank you very much thank you for trying to make a difference it's made me think about stuff i i, I need i'm going to read up on them a bit tomorrow because i don't know what's this look for you're recycling which i've started doing have you pretty much i'm gonna <laughs> no i have since my youngest did a play about recycling 
right. So I've been saying to you, just stick it in the. Honestly, you'd be surprised. You won't throw. Well, out that, as my much. place won't. Local place won't take cardboard. You have got to put cardboard in a separate bin, and that that annoys me. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's childish. So it, as a process, you decided you weren't going to recycle anything. Yeah. Well, I've changed my my mind. Because I of was, these guys. Uh, well, because of my youngest, and because of these guys. I, if anyone from those guys is listening, um, and wants to phone up and tell us exactly what it is uh, you're protesting about. Oh, three, genuinely, mm. you will not get um, uh, a rough ride unless you're an idiot. You, you might then, but I, I would like to thank you for it. So, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. They're doing the tubes tomorrow. It's going to be mayhem on the tubes, which is exciting. I think it's exciting. Um, peaceful protest. I think it's not been any. I don't think there's been any argy bargy. It's been a lot of arrests. Arrests yesterday for vandalism and stuff. Okay, well that is out of. Order. A lot of the arrests are because the protesters aren't following the route that the, the police have agreed. Mm. That's what a lot of the, the arrests are about. Don't agree with the vandalism, please. Reel, reel that in. That is that is naughty. That is very naughty. Especially when you're talking about saving the environment, because mm, vandalism isn't. It's two different things. It's not. It's not. It's not to fix it. It's not. Yeah, it's, a it's bit, not really. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm Any starting to come way. down on the side of the vandals, actually. Now. Oh, right, OK. Uh, it's like that, it's actually. A matter of time. Anyway, we saw someone doing a very dirty Well, protest. here's the thing. So we're driving... Not a protester. The bridge we were going through, through, over, we had to go a different way, and the sat-nav is taking me up towards Downing Street, and then we're going to get to, to kind of Westminster, Palace of Westminster, House of Commons, and then do a left. But that, that road was blocked, so we traffic is kind of filtering through to the left, almost directly opposite, the street directly opposite Downing Street. And as we were at the traffic lights, I saw a gentleman with a shit haircut. Uh, it was. It really was. Uh, it was awful. Do you remember? You remember when Peter Andre was dead muscly, but he'd not had his nose done and stuff, mm. and he had that very slicked down, but spiked downwards haircut that stopped about halfway sh- over down over an undercut. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. Half of his hair was undercut. It was kind of that. So there was this guy, and he was with a lady, and I noticed something immediately about her. Her fly was undone. <laughs> And it was bulging open, right? They staggered across the road. Ladies never have their flies open. Never. Never happens. And I was like, hmm, okay, something's going on here. Something's not quite right. So they walked past, and and then the the cars sort of filtered around to the left a little bit. And I saw that they crossed back in front of me. Then they came back. And as they came back, going from my right to left, the woman, (laughs) and you missed this, the woman was holding her gusset like that. Oh, my God. Proper grab. Sorry, Amy, you've got to see this. People have seen worse, actually, for me recently. But it's a proper grab of her gusset. I thought, oh, here we go. Something is going on. So I've got the Bluetooth. So I start to phone Catherine, and she's holding the thing. And then they get to the pavement, and there's... How would you describe that kind of tunnel that had been built right. on the pavement? You know, like some places... Stay there, Dave. In, in big towns and cities where they've got... Instead of scaffolding, they have kind of... They cover over the walkway, and they have kind of a half fence, but you can see from the waist up. So you can see the tops of people's heads as they walk through on the, this on the tunnel. Pavement, on the yeah. pavement, yeah. So she then approaches that with her, her fella, and she's lifting her top up. She's lifting her top up above... Up to sort of just under her breast. I thought, oh, something delicious is about to happen here. So then I got through to, to Kath. And then you saw her go down this tunnel and you could see her. And then she... Then you could Bob see down. her undo her trousers and then duck down. I said, Kath, if you look to your left, there's a woman doing a poo. <laughs> there's a woman doing... And this is like a busy street. There's traffic has stopped. It's a busy street. And she went, where? I said, look, you can see a bloke there, right, standing. If you keep watching, in about two minutes, you're going to see a woman bob up. And in the meantime, 
a woman went to walk, started walking down that tunnel, saw what was going on. Recoiled. Came back, <laughs> and a bloke at the other end started going down and then saw it and then came out. I'm bibbing my horn, as I always do, whenever I see anybody going to the toilet in public, on a motorway, or I always bib my horn. I just have to acknowledge the fun they're giving me. <laughs> but they, they didn't look. No, but because we were in stationary traffic, I thought, I said, right, don't you say anything, because he's on speakerphone, don't you say anything. I'm winding my window down because I wanted to have a good earwig while there was going on. They right, they were absolutely battered, as you can imagine. Yeah. And the bloke was going something about paper, another piece of paper. This is over paper. And I was thinking, she's doing a poo on the floor. She's not really bothered about like tidying up properly, is she? Paper. And then, and then, the pièce de résistance. A hand came up from from the from the depths. Yep, yep. With a tiny little half empty bottle of Smirnoff vodka. Absolutely. She obviously needed both hands for something. But she was down for a while, and then she came up. Yeah, and she's down. But she was doing a poo. She must have been. If you want paper, it wasn't a piddle. No, because if you're doing a wee in the street, you don't need paper. You just the give fact it a that shake. she was holding so tightly means she was definitely trying to push something back up. Oh, well, she might have already done one. She, I think she might have pulled her pants. Out. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. So tempted to go back and have a look, see what treasure mm. there is. Brown treasure. Flipping it. Rusty That's... treasure. <laughs> It was incredible. And that is why I voted Brexit. <laughs> to stop that filth. The scumbags. It was, just, it was so funny. It was just, couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, I've done a whittle in the street before. It's, I know it's different for men. I know it's different for men. I know it's different for men. <coughs> Listen, the, the loo for the ladies, the queue is always longer. And I must say, and I'm not proud of this, ladies and gentlemen, but in my teenage years, I've been known to go out the back of the pub and maybe do a wee in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no harm in that. There's no harm but, in that. But I wouldn't do it. In, I wouldn't do it now, and I wouldn't do it in a crowded street. And I wouldn't, wouldn't do it in the middle of the I mean, she had jeans on, so she would have had to get her foot out. It was. I, I think there she was must no have done it, it subtly. Uh, yeah, she was. A... Have you ever shat yourself? Oh three. <laughs> four four. You know, I've done it once in a bed in Pakistan. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the phone number you speak to. You can change your name you if you want. You've heard about hit and run. Well, uh... oh, yeah. well, 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 well. Uh, Dave and Andrew, um, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the late night alternative. It's on every weeknight from ten with me, Ian Lee, and her, Catherine Boyle, only on Talk Radio. <laughs> Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The late night alternative with Ian. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. 03444991000. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. Hi, my name is Dave Whitten. Okay. And I need to tell my son who's listening to the show to get to bed. Okay. Aaron Whittle, get to bed. Excellent. Is that is that everything you needed, Dave? No, I also wanted to say, how are you this evening, Ian? I'm very well, thank you, Dave. And you, Catherine? I'm fair to middling. That is absolutely brilliant. Well, I just want to ring up and say, Arad, get to bed. Thank you very much indeed. We're, one, we're always happy to help from the uh, the macro to the micro. Let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Hello. I'm not sure how to top that last call. I <laughs> know, it's going to be a tough one. I'm, I'm tempted to, to close shop now and just have an hour and 18 minutes of silence until Paul Ross comes on, because we ain't going to beat that. I dumped it. I'm not, I'm not allowed to talk about those. Come on okay, now. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I haven't ever shat myself. Um, Unlucky. Just to, 
but you know but i do remember a terrible story about a kid in school who yeah. did a huge poo in the school pool and oh. one of the other kids had to dive down because no. it sank and get it with a carrier bag no no absolutely true no yeah. absolutely true his name is stephen chadwick who, who was it, what did Chadders do? Was he the diver or the Chad, pooer? Chadders was the diver with the Tesco bag. All right, well, story. let's not tell us the name of the pooer because that would be unfair. But well done, yeah. Chadders. Chadders is a true British hero. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the sake of the school. Uh, I hope he got, yeah, a, yeah, 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 he yeah. got a medal for, uh, brown one. for that. Yeah, yeah. Am I right in saying then that I can't ask for a membership card? I've got to wait for five minute fun bags. You can ask, of course, you can ask for one. Of course, you can ask for one. Yeah, but you're going to say no, Ian. I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say no, mate, three times in unison with Catherine. (laughs) I I quite like that. Let's do that. Okay, can I have a membership card, please? No, No, mate. No, mate. No, mate. Okay. It's a shame because the last time I had a membership card was for the Level 42 Fan Club. Wow. (laughs) Play that funky bass. Yeah, I'm a huge level 42, a bit of a nerd, actually. Uh, I, I've i got a, a mate uh, called Matt who is a huge level 42 fan. And Maybe goes, you know him. I'm a bigger fan than him. I bet I'm a bigger fan yeah, than him. Well, well, hang on. What makes... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. What makes you think you're a bigger fan than my mate Matt? Well, I reckon I could go on that show like You Bet. Do you remember You Bet? I do, I do remember You Bet, yes, of course I do. And I reckon I could like name every song from every album from the tiniest little bit of a track or random b-sides and all that kind of stuff that okay. sounds like a challenge okay. yeah i'm gonna easy i would be and okay. i'd be well, mad hands down okay here we go all right fine well you, you, you've started uh, oh, uh dear. here we go what is this you're gonna get a second oh i, I couldn't even hear that <laughs> can i have it again Oh, man alive. That was so... I. <laughs> oh, if you listen very, very, very carefully, you can hear somewhere across the country, Matt laughing his arse off. No, he's not. Matt, Matt well, that didn't even sound like Level 42. It's got. Oh. Ma- it sounded like Mark on bass. Oh, it's, it's not. Level 42 yeah, it's not level forty-two. Actually, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Thank it's you not level. It much. is Mark on bass. It's not level forty-two. Right. Try again. Be all fair. Right, all right, mate. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Um, I'm calm. I'm calm. Okay, here we go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Let's have. Uh... Not level forty-two. Uh, yeah, level forty-two, actually, mate. Thank you again. No liar. That's incorrect. Not a liar, mate. Actually, correct. Oh, hang on. Do, do that one again. Oh, this guy's full of it. He's cheeky. Well, that sounds like a remix, a guaranteed remix, but I'm not sure. It's it's, it's a guaranteed true. remix, correct? Yeah. Yes. Well, hang on, what, what if I just said? Is guaranteed the name of the song? Yeah, guaranteed the name of the song. Okay, yeah, which, remix. Well, which remix is it, though, mate? Oh, crikey. I don't know the remix. Duck Bill Platypus Matt, Matt doesn't know either. Matt doesn't know Okay, either. here we go, here we go. What? No, no, no. The thing isn't about whether Matt knows it or not. It's about whether you know it or not. <laughs> you bet isn't you pitted against Matt. It's you pitted against yourself. Right, here we go. Well, Matthew Kelly would never shout at me. Oh, no, hang on. Um, that is two solitudes. This guy's this guy's um, this guy's boring me now. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's freaky. 
Imagine knowing that much about uh, Level 42. I like, looking back, it's so bizarre. We Runs in the, the family. family. All, All the things we are. On the, the backseat of the car. With we... Joseph and Emily. Now, I didn't know that mm-hmm. until like about a month ago when I heard it. I think Mark King was on a programme. Mark King and the other fella were on a programme. There's two of them, aren't there, in Level 42. They were on a programme and they played that. And it was like, oh, they're saying someone's names there. I always thought it was. On the backseat of the car, we chose it for Nemony. <laughs> we chose it for Nemony. We chose it for Nemony. <laughs> like, like, sort of, I thought it was like, we chose it for Nemony. It was like, like sort of like meant anonymity. We chose it for Nemony. We only see so far. And we all got our daddy's ass on the backseat of the car. We chose it for Nemony. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Oh, I wish it was that. There was a Beatles song the other day I finally heard a lyric to. What was it? Oh! Flipping heck, I'm such an idiot. Right? Big, big old Beatles song. Big, 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 big Beatles song, right? I only heard the lyrics for the first time. Um, let's see if I've got it on here. Here we go. Right, headphones on. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Play. Play. Why don't it play? Drag you. If I drag you there. Oh, jeez. Just play, man. Uh, play. No. No. Here we go. Right. right, there's a there's a thing in here, right? And I'm, I'm so embarrassed by this. I thought I was thought it doesn't quite make sense, but it's the sixties. It's a bit about the pretty nurse, okay? It's quite a bit in, and you'll hear it, and you'll know what the lyric is. And I didn't. Very strange. I like that bit. It's good, this song, isn't it, Penny Lane? They made us sing it at school, so we kind of oh, lost the love for it. I love that bit. Very strange, because he's on LSD. That's <laughs> right, so, here we go. Oh. Next call is from Eduardo Suarez. Wowzers. Exciting. Meanwhile, back. Penny Lane, there is a this guy. It's a bit about Pretty Nurse. You know the bit about um, the, the rude bit in here fish for a fish and a pie. pie, yeah. Here we go. Oh, not this bit. Meanwhile, back. Fish and pies in summer. Here we go. Behind the shelter in the here we go. What is, she, what is he saying? Let's go back. The pretty nurse is selling poppies from a tray. Right, right. I never knew that was the lyric. What did you think it was? <laughs> I'm so Something embarrassed. about a train? No. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't say it. <sighs> the pretty nurse is selling poppies for the trade. <laughs> That's what I thought he was saying. It sounds like... Find the shelter in the middle of the round. Does sound like it, but then it doesn't make any sense. And I've often, sometimes, not always, sometimes I think it doesn't quite make sense. Ah, oh, well, let's just enjoy the song. 
pretty nurses selling poppies for the trade. Mm-hmm. I thought that's a good, come on, Paul. You could have you could have smartened that up a bit. But it was literally a month ago, at the age of forty-five, as I approached forty-six years old, I worked out. I read the lyrics. And it was, uh, oh, selling poppies from a tray. Oh, yeah, that makes so much more sense. What I like about those bits of songs, um, the Beatles songs, is when they um, can't hide the scouseness. Yeah. Pretty nurse. Yeah. Nurse. Yeah. Love it. I love it. Let's go to Ed, uh, 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Eduardo Ooh. Suarez. Mm. Hello? Hello there. Yeah, hi, Ian. Um, you were talking about haircuts earlier uh, in Spain. I wasn't talking about haircuts. Oh, yeah, I was talking about haircuts in Spain. Yes, you don't have any badinage with uh, el español barboto. Peluquero. Yeah, No, dude, listen, um, I've got long hair now, and the reason I've got long hair... It's because you smoke weed. ...is because... No. No. Um, It's because because I I don't want to go to hairdressers because I, I live in Spain. Yes. Obviously, being oh. called Eduardo Suarez. Obviously. And, <laughs> and um, whenever I go to the hairdressers, they say, right, you want a haircut? I say, yes. And they say, how, how do you want me to do it? And I say, what do you mean? And they say, do you want me to use scissors? Or would you like me to use Hang on a minute, Catherine, Catherine, please stop. Be, you're being very culturally insensitive to this Spaniard. No, I lived in Spain and managed to make myself understood. So you, well, you speak Spanish. Ins- Eduardo Suarez. Take a picture. Eduardo Suarez does not speak Spanish, despite <laughs> the name. Okay, so you're being very culturally oh, no, yeah, insensitive. Of course I do. Of course I do. Well, then what's your problem with the, the Spanish barbers then? Because they ask me if I want my hair cut with clippers or with scissors. Right. And so if, if they cut it with clippers, they just shave your head. Yes, that's what clippers do, and yes. Yeah, but you, you can... My wife, she's a hairdresser. My wife. Now you're going to say, why do you go to a, a, a barber's? No, or well, a you, don't go to, you don't go to a barber's. I'm not going to... Here's the thing. I had my hair cut today. They used clippers and they used scissors. Yeah, yeah but when I go to have my hair cut, I don't want them to, to ask me... Do you find that question How offensive? I want to have my hair cut. I want to sit down in the chair. Yes. And I want to just say, I want my hair cut like this. And then just, they, they, they do it how they want. If they want to use clippers, right. they use clippers. If they so want to you use scissors, get, you they find, use scissors. You, you want them to use their initiative when it... This is a dull call. You want them to use their initiative. So the only thing that stops you going is when they ask if you, you want clippers. Is a, Ian, yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt. Did you say this was a dull call? Yes. No. So you did you just say that? Yes. No. Dude, I, I phoned up the other. I phoned up the other night when when you know when you were going through something, yeah. and I actually phoned up and said to you, man, it, come okay. on. Okay. Okay. But we're talking about we're talking about now. That was then. This is now. To quote the mosquitoes and the monkeys. All right, okay. So you're saying the only reason <laughs> you dislike haircuts in Spain is because they ask you the question, "Shall I use clippers or scissors?" <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That is it. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Well, go in. What would you prefer they did, clippers or scissors? I don't care. I just want a haircut. Well, then just say I don't care. But you can't. I, I can't. I, I've tried that. I've said. Well, then just say, well then just say scissors. But then it takes too long. All right, well then say and clippers. I don't I... understand what the flipping problem. <laughs> then just say clippers. <laughs> 
I just say, if I say to them, just use clippers, they'll just cut it all off. No, they won't. I've had clippers today. Yeah, I just they, went. They do, dude. They, man, they do. They do. Well, then, just, if Jesus you say, Christ! If you say clippers, you cut come out off. with a grade four. Okay. Well. Then you got problems. You you need to be a bit, little bit more patient. If the only problem with the scissors is the speed is that it's too slow, you need to be a bit more patient. But but the problem is, Ian, I don't like to. Uh, I just don't deal with it, man. Dear God, just deal with I, it. I, For crying out loud, Notre Dame has burned down, and you calling about Spanish haircuts? Just deal with it, man. We got we got to raise two billion euros to rebuild uh, the, the the Notre Dame uh, Cathedral, and you're calling me about haircuts? Dear God, I'm trying to find two billion euros here, man. But the thing is, Ian, you yeah. forget with the Notre Dame thing. Where's the hunchback going to live? You Thank know. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, I did those jokes yesterday. I did them better. I did them quicker. I did them faster, and I did them a little bit bluer for the dads. Um, great phone call, mate. I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much. Oh uh, three four four. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you'd like to uh, uh, give us a call. Now, coming up after midnight, something I, I kept meaning to do yesterday and I forgot. Um, a listener, you know who, mm-hmm. I will not say on air who, sent me... Um, and I, are you, Just send me another little message, dear listener, on Facebook if you're still listening. Because um, he sent me a message about something that he did it's not as, as, as bad as that implies, OK? He, he's done something, and he doesn't want me to mention his name or where it was because he doesn't want his uh, uh, members of his family to find out. Might even be a woman. He doesn't want members of his family... Or fam- she. He, or she. They, or they, she. He's one person. He's one person. Doesn't want... It's a black... Oh, no. Yeah, thank you. Oh, clever. Clever lady. I like what you did there. Crafty lady. He or she doesn't want their family to find out that they did something um, that many would consider a little foolish. I don't think it's quite anywhere near as bad as this person is is thinks it is, but I can see why they're worried. I can see why they're worried. It's only a short little thing, so we'll read that after midnight, and if anybody has any experience of this, it will be good to know. But if the person who sent it to me yesterday is still listening, could you just... Because I, I, I feel, you know, I, you were quite worried in the Facebook message, and I didn't get back to you. Um, so, you know, you see. Right, on that bombshell, 03... Really need a wee bit, actually. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We have another hour of this nonsense until Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock to do his thing through the night. You're very welcome to call in whatever you want, about whatever you want. We've talked about haircuts in Spain. Uh, we've talked about pop. We've talked about Notre Dame. Uh, all kinds of bits and pieces. Uh, 0344 499-1000. You speak to Amy, she'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
03444991000 is the phone number. A little bit of chocolate was um, going down there while we listened uh, to the Fifth Dimension there singing uh, song, a medley of songs, medley of two tunes, a mashup, if you will, from uh, the musical Hair from 1968 uh, about drugs, about drugs and, and about Vietnam. In Vietnam, the Vietnam War. Uh, we got to bring our guys back, and it was guys then, it wasn't guys. I'm not being sexist. Wouldn't send ladies to the front line. Anyway, so some nurses. Um, ah, I don't think so. So. Here's the... Uh, they weren't on the front line, mate. I've seen, I seen that documentary. Uh, what's it called? Um, MASH. Oh! Oh, Kath, you embarrassed yourself. I knew you were going to say that. You embarrassed yourself there. Oh, they weren't in Vietnam. They were in Korea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. they were. I knew... They didn't go out in the tent much, did they? Here's the thing, guys. I knew she was going to go there, and she did, and she embarrassed herself. They but... didn't go out in the tent very much. Um, it could have been anywhere. Uh, so this is a message I received on Facebook from um, a regular listener. Ian, I'm sorry to reach out to you through this, Facebook, but I'm in a bit of a dilemma. Here's the thing. If you're listening, can we put this in the podcast, right? Let's put this in the podcast because I don't think he or she is listening. What? That's the, that's What you're seeing there is a, a Dreamcast. I've, I've joined a Dreamcast Facebook page, which I may leave quite quickly because they're a little bit too geeky. For, even for what? Me. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it, 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 so let's put this in the podcast. Okay. And we dedicate this to this man. Or woman. It's a uh, ooh, woman. Clever, sneaky, dicky man or woman. Because um, I don't. Just to say, dear friend, um, what you've done is is nothing. It's nothing. It's, and it is. It's actually is nothing. It's it not even a thing. It wasn't like a poo in the street. No, 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 no. Right. No, no, no. no I'll read it, and you'll go. You'll go. Oh, is that it? You will go. Oh, is that it? I'm sorry to reach out to you through this, but I'm in a bit of a dilemma and I don't feel I can tell um, my family or friends. I just want to get this off my chest, which is that I did a stupid thing and went to a Scientology course. That's pretty much it. Oh, right. I did this out of feeling a little lonely and wanted to see what it was all about. And it was a waste of a day and money, but I just can't get this off my mind. I'm very sorry to be reaching out to you. Can't think of who else to tell. I'm sorry to be sending this to you, but I just needed to get this off my chest. Uh, I know this is uh, wrong. I told a white lie to my family. Um, So obviously said there was somewhere else when they were there. I'm not a Scientologist. I was just interested. And this was something I did when I was a little lonely, lonely in uh, uh, when I was a little lonely. It's nothing. No, it's nothing. And actually, I think what you've got there is, all right, you say a waste of a day and money, but what you've got there is an experience yeah. that a lot of people would be interested to know about. I've often been tempted, because um, the Scientologists, they, they're all over the place, but the one in London is on Tottenham Court Road. And they've been there for years and years and years. And I've not been up and down, I don't go up and down Tottenham Court Road so much, but when I used to, there would always be uh, two people outside with leaflets saying, do you want to come in and have... Is it a personality test? Is that what they call no, it? No, they call it a... Oh, what do they call it? It's a something. It's a, it's a, they use it... And it's a thing where you go in and you. I think you hold some rods and they ask you questions and they read a metre and they go, ah, you, you, would, you would really benefit from Scientology. And so why don't you come in and, and pay and, and do some of this? Here's the thing. I think Scientology has legitimately... I think they do call it a personality test. I, I, I knew they did, actually. I just didn't want to badger you, but I knew they did. Um, I, was, I was trying to appear humble. 
And I think I appeared very humble. Um, has Scientology been classified... Can we turn the computer off, please? Amy, thank you very much. Scientology be, been classified as religion? It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Which is why you have to be so careful, because, uh, as we know, very, very litigious... Uh, you, you, if you refer to them as a cult or a bunch of weirdos, then they're going to see your ass off. Whereas I could quite happily refer to, I don't know, sects of Christianity as, as cults and weirdos. But, you know, so you've got to be careful. Um, although I do, th- I, I'm going to be honest, I do think Scientologists are weirdos. Okay. So Sue, so Sue Catherine, she's the producer. Um, but, uh, and I've often been inter- interested to go in. I'm wondering, um, dear listener, what it is you're most embarrassed or ashamed about. Are you ashamed that you told a lie to your family and said you at one thing when you were at another? Are you ashamed that you are lonely, uh, you're, that w- where you are, which is why you said you did it? Are you uh, worried that the Scientologists have perhaps worked their magic on you and you want to go and have a bit more? Because, again, if that's what you want to do, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I would suggest watch your wallet. Because, you know, from the little I know about Scientology, and if you know more about it um, than, uh, than me, then do call in 0344 um, From the little I know about Scientology, it, 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 it's a, you've got to pay a lot of money if you want to progress. You have to pay money to progress throughout it, which seems like a strange tenet of that, That's certainly religion. what comes across in the yep. various documentaries we've seen about it, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, m- my dear listener... I wouldn't worry about doing it. I, if anything, I would. Um, I'm slightly jealous of you that you did it because it's something that has intrigued me. Certainly since I moved to London 27 years ago, um, and in those 27 years, I've never had the courage to walk in there. Uh, and I don't know why. I think I don't wouldn't do it because I, I'm a I'm a people pleaser, and I would just get talked into any old bullshit yeah, you'd find it awkward to extract yourself yeah I, I, it's um yeah i yeah 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 i nearly revealed i nearly revealed more than i intended to um so don't feel, don't feel bad you haven't done a bad thing you know and listen and listen you're, you're a grown man or woman and um you know telling parents you, you've been somewhere it's not like you, you you told your parent or your family that you're in the library and really, you were, in you, a were crack den. you were in a crack den, murdering babies or anything like that. You know, you went, you went and you went and experimented in, our, you know, and had a little. You if, opened your mind. If you feel that you can't live with yourself like this, tell your family what happened. Yeah. I'm sure they'd be interested to have the conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I also think that these things, even though they might be uncomfortable and awkward and leave you feeling regretful, don't regret it. Think about why you feel that way and work out how you don't do it again. Mm. Oh, hey, look at that. It's wisdom we can all... Well, I'm uh, someone's mum. Is it? Yeah, two people's mum. Wow, imagine I taught them a very rude rhyme today and they think I'm a legend. What did you teach them? Oh, no, I can't say. You taught us. You taught a seven-year-old it. You can teach these idiots, <laughs> these drunks and stoners. Well, we were talking about how in their reception class they used to have a teacher who used to come out with these very amusing rhymes oh. like um she used to get if the, she was handing out the work at the end of the day she'd look at the back and if there was no name on the back she'd say no name what a shame in the bin again and ditch it right in front of them well hang on that doesn't work it doesn't scan no name what, what a, a shame, shame in, in the, the bin, bin again no it should be in the bin it goes again well 
She's talking to a very captive audience okay. of five-year-olds. She throws five-year-olds working yeah. in the bin. Yeah, I mean, come on. At that point, what a scumbag. they're just basically skimming a, pa- a paintbrush across it and taking it home, and you have to... Well, it's going to go in the bin anyway, exactly. so she's saving time, as Exactly, well. so I suppose exactly. Saving time, if you can't be bothered to put your name on it, make yeah. your mark on it, and then it goes in the bin. Yeah. But she also used to say, um, it, whilst the whole room was in hullabaloo, which you can't deal with, let's just say... Hullabaloo? That kind of uh, hubbub. Well, hullabaloo and hubbub Well, it was a hullabaloo dim to a hubbub but she would say one two three look at me and all the kids would stop talking and pay attention to the teacher my technique and my rhyme was four five six stop being dicks (laughs) my My girls thought that was the funniest thing my way of dealing with a group of five or six year olds that being noisy and i learned this from my kids primary school whistle the magic whistle oh yeah i Oh, you can't do a wolf whistle. Huh? You can't wolf whistle at kids. Why? Well, that's a bit inappropriate. No, it's not. I'm reclaiming the wolf whistle. I'm taking it away from perverts. You're doing that at kids. Why not? I don't... Can we go to a break while she explains why that's inappropriate, please? Thank you. Just just hit the button, eh? What do you mean you can't do that to kids? It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. For the first time tomorrow, tomorrow's the first day in ages I've got nothing until the radio show in the evening. got nothing. Got nothing. I had doctors today, haircut today, did a little bit. When they went back to bed, you know, not feeling great. A lot of, lot of showbiz going on the last couple of days in terms of the show. It's, it's a performance. Um, it's acting. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm a great actor. Um, so did, did the doctor and the stuff, and then went back to bed. Uh, uh, oh, and I had to say to the doctor, because it's a new doctor's right, and I'm, I'm sort of going back on the antidepressants, or I have been for the last few months, but it's a new doctor's, and, and it was it's me going back on it after coming off it for a bit, and it is confused because they've confused everything because I got the, my first prescription from a private doctor, from my psychist private, and um, and he wrote notes saying he, I was going back on it because I had suicidal thoughts, I, su- suicidal ideation. Ideation. Thank you very much indeed. And so I went, and you don't when you're just trying to get a repeat prescription, you don't. I'm not seeing a doctor. I'm seeing like a prescribing nurse or something. And so I went a month ago and I said, I just need a repeat prescription set up. She goes, okay, well, I'm not going to do that for you. You need to come in every month so that I can keep an eye on you. I went, okay, fine. Yeah, cool. Okay, fine. So today was was the month, right? And and the weekend's been lousy, you know. It's been a really lousy weekend. I'm phoning up treatment centres at the weekend, seeing if I can check myself in for a month. You know, I mean, it's been a la- it's lousy. But but I was thinking, I really don't want to come back every month. God, I'm 46 soon. So I went in there and I went, "Hi, it's great to see you. Lovely. Okay, what what are you here for?" I said, "Well, you want me to come in every month just to reassess me on the the, the then the vaccine." Um, and hopefully we can work towards me getting a repeat prescription so I don't have to waste any more of your time. I just want to say, I've, 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 I don't want to kill myself today. So what about yesterday? I said, oh, no, no, no. Honestly, absolutely, everything is absolutely fine. I'm working, uh, doing doing talking therapy. I'm, I'm doing this. It's great. It's keeping me nice and balanced. I'm really enjoying being on them. And, uh, you know, she goes, okay, right, fine. Well, I, if you come back in a month, 
Oh, man. Listen, you can't kid a kidder. It's like trying to kid I'm your mother. I'm 46 soon. Like, just give me the pills, man. She's seen it all before. Just give me my drugs. I want my drug, I want my vaccine. But then I went home, went to bed. Then I got up and I did a little bit of tidying up. and A little bit of tidying up. In as much as... Oh, I, oh, oh this is what the show was going to be about. How difficult is it to put a, a big picture in a frame? Isn't it the hardest, hardest... Thing, right, so when Marina Palo came in, whenever that was, a few months ago, she was very generous and she gave me a, a picture that she painted herself. Beautiful. Geek love. Loved it, right? A2 size it is, I've worked out. I measured it. A2. And um, so I ordered a frame um, and it came and it sat there for like a, two weeks. I'm thinking, I don't, I don't want to frame this. This is going to be fiddly, right? And then today it was, right, um... It, I, the person has just to give me a bit more information, which we'll go through in a second. Today, it's like, right, I'm going to frame it. So I got the frame out, and it's a, a white frame, um, glass, plastic, and then in it, there's an inner sort of white cardboard. Mount. Um, no, no, I didn't. I think you just, I, I just put it on there. And the picture fits inside this white cardboard kind of... Mount. Inner. No, I didn't have time for it. I just, I'm trying to avoid all that stuff at the moment. So I just put it in there. So I put the picture in and uh, sellotape the back and then I put the back on. It's one of those ones where it's got those tiny, tough little metal pins you've got to bend over. Yeah, they can stick right down your nails. Flipping heck, man. So I did that and I turned it around and the picture is just over slightly to the left, just ever so slightly. I'm looking at it thinking, I can live with that. I, can, I can't live with that. So then I spent 45 minutes trying to get that straight. Right? And then I got it straight-ish. Straight as I'm going to get it, because I'm, 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 unfortunately, I hate to tell you this, guys, I'm not a robot, I'm a human being. But then there's like a, I'm going to say a pube, but it's probably a cat hair, as I don't have pubes at the moment. God. There was a cat hair in, in there. It's like, oh, geez, so you've got to take all the back off, take the thing out, take, get the, uh, the cat, it could be a cat pube, I don't know. Get that out. Go, but then there's another one, take it all together. Then there's a little bit of dust. Take the, uh, uh, and then the picture slipped a bit. It took me two hours, two hours to frame this picture. Even then it's not brilliant. Even then it doesn't look great. What a waste of time. And then you got me a picture for Christmas, which is a great picture. Perfect. There was a pube in that as well. A pube in that. <laughs> Wonky. It was cat hair. The picture was dented. I don't know how you dented it. Yeah, my youngest sat on it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so there. So, the, but, but framing. Every picture tells a story. Y- yeah, this one tells a story of a, of a frustrated, a fight. lonely, angry man who can't frame pictures. And then I had a look at it, and he'd like he hung up a bit wonky. Dad hung it up wonky, and also that's on my wall that I've had freshly painted. Don't look behind it, because it's a it's a car crash behind it. Because I put the first hook in too low, ripped that out, pulled out a load of plaster. Yeah. I, what I want to see is I want to see behind everybody's pictures that are on the wall, because I bet it's it's uh, it's a mess. Good evening, Pete. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm all right, Pete. I'm pretending I'm all right, Pete. What have you got for us? Well, I rang up. You might remember me back in October, and I came out as transgender to my kids. Oh, I yes. do remember. Yeah, and I, I was about to tell me 14-year-old. Yeah, go on. I did tell him. I've gone past that. I told him a couple of weeks after, and he said, Dad, I don't care. Beautiful. There you so, go. But life has moved on immensely since then, Uh-oh. so I thought I'd come and give you an update. Yeah, because you just properly started going out, hadn't you? 
Yeah, You went yeah. to Blackpool, if I remember rightly. Yeah, that's it. I remember. Uh, so, now the story is, uh, I've come out to a lot of people. I've now got a loving girlfriend who loves me for me. And uh, I've had blood tests to start my hormones, hopefully. And I'm getting the results tomorrow. So wow. oh, so hang on. So what are they? What? Because uh, I don't know the technicalities of, of it. What? So what are the blood tests for? Uh, a, I really don't know yet. So I'm going to talk to the doctor tomorrow. But okay. it's all about uh, female hormones and things like that. Yeah. Uh, what my next step will be. And are you? Uh, it, it, which is the stronger emotion? If it, if it's either of these, I'm going to settle it. Simplify it to a binary choice. Is it excitement? Or is it fear? Both. Yeah, in equal Absolutely measure. Absolutely both. Uh, I'm not going to go through any surgery or I'm not going to do anything drastic until me 14-year-old's left school. Right, OK. Because it's all down to the kids first, not me. Yeah, yeah, OK, good for uh, you. Once he's left school and the, we're away from all that, then then I can look at next steps then. But the hormones, I think, are the way I want to go now. So. Well, this is all uh, this is all very exciting, and here's the thing: I like you know, if I'd taken this call two years ago, but oh wow, gosh, God! But now it's like, yeah, whatever, you know, which yeah. is great. I think it's, it's certainly where I am in terms of human. But yeah, great, whatever, do what you want to do, man. That's cool. Um, that's that is exciting, though. It's exciting and really scary. Yeah, of course. Very, very scary. And like I said, I've, I've met this lovely woman, and she sees me for the female side of me. How uh, how did you meet? On a dating site. Right. And did you go as yourself? Uh, I was basically open straight away. And, yeah, the first time we did meet, I did go female. Great. And, she's so not, and like, not phased at all? No, not at all. Well, you found your person. This is it. This is I know, it, Pete. Life is good. I'm loving life. It's fantastic. From where I've been to where I am now, it's yeah. like, Wow. Uh, well, I, you know, this will sound patronising, and I don't mean to be patronising, but sometimes th- th- things sound patronising. You, you, you're an insp- there'll be people listening who you will be an inspiration to. Um, yeah. With your candid uh, and joyous approach to all of this. So th- I, I appreciate you sharing it, Pete. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, got, I actually got touched by it myself over Christmas when you, when you were off over Christmas and New Year, and you did your best calls of the year, and I was yeah. just dropping off to sleep. And then I came on the radio, yeah. I thought, Wow, yeah. here I am. This is it, this is real. This is being heard by at least 15 people. I know, yeah, popular. <laughs> <laughs> and it touched me to hear myself to where I was yeah. two months previous to where I was then. Yeah. And it's like, it's changed again. It's just getting stronger and stronger. And oh, wicked, man. I'm, I'm, my family I'm... Are, all, are all with me. Not I... a lot of people know yet, but not a lot of people need to know. No, exactly, exactly. I'm really it's chuffed important you, Pete. people. Well, listen, let us know, are there side... Well, I'm guessing that's probably a dumb question. Side effects of the hormones? Yes, there will be. Uh, there'll be longer hair growth, uh, more oestrogen rather than testosterone. But, but, I mean, that's part, That's what it's... I mean, I mean, you know, like being sick and stuff as, you, 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 as your body changes. You, you, you get, do you throw up and things? I don't know yet. I mean, like I said, it'll all be when I talk to the doctor and... Yeah. From what I heard, what you, you can you can feel a bit teenagey at times, you know, um, what, yeah. emotional. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But of course you are. It's a big surge of hormones that you're not used to. Yeah, totally. But it's the hormones that I want. Yeah, I know. 
And the other thing is that with you, you're not doing this on your own because you've you've got a family that get it, which is yeah. which is wonderful. Hey, nice one, Pete. Keep us informed as to how things progress, and I, uh, we wish you the best of luck. Cheers. I will speak to you all very soon. Thank, Thank you. you. There you go. There's someone who's going on a journey. We're all on a journey, but that's um, an obvious one. James, stay there. The person who's, who's done the Scientology, went to the Scientology thing, has got back. There's a little bit more colour. Okay. Um, and I can tell why you're feeling nervous, and I can give you, uh, give you some advice. Ian, thanks very much for touching uh, upon it. The part in which I'm most concerned is I feel obliged to finish the course. Ah, okay. As I said, I'm going back sometime next week just so I could leave yesterday easily. Plus, I'm a little nervous as I've given all my contact details. Uh, so there's two things here. As, uh, and here's the second thing. As well as feeling terrible, lying to uh, my family as I love them so much and they've done so much. Uh, so there's a little shame there. Right, first thing is you don't have to go back. I don't, I'm guessing you've paid money. You've lost that money. That's fine. You don't have to go back. No. You, you are under no obligation to go back. Here's the thing. They're probably going to call you up and go, hey, why uh, why don't you come back and have a chat? You don't have to answer the calls. You can hang up on those calls. You can say to them, I've decided it's not for me. Please don't call me again. You, you can do all of those things. If And if they keep calling, you you can say to them, if, if you call me again, I'm going to report this to the police. This is harassment. I've told you not to call me. And I know that's tough to do. I know that is tough to do. So you might just want to ignore the calls. They're not going to turn up where you live. Very, very, very unlikely they're going to turn up where you live. And if they do, um, you can just you have the power to just close the door on them. But I would suspect that is very, very unlikely. You are, uh, young man or woman, under no obligation whatsoever to go back. It's like I, I, it's like if I, I, you know, if I go into a shop and say I want to buy that, and then. Go just walk it. I'm, I'm under no obligation to buy that. I'm under, under no obligation to finish it. Here's the thing: you won't be the first person who's done that. Yeah. Okay. And although they will probably chase it up because you know they're keen to recruit more people because they feel like they've found the the way. You have got no no responsibility to them. Just to yourself, and it's okay for you to not go back. Now here's the second issue, and I'm gonna. I again, I I, I know what to do. I know the answer. And it's a tough answer, but I know what to do. Um, as a, as a, speaking as someone who is a, um, who has spent the last forty six years lying constantly, I know I know the answer through experience. But uh, as well as feeling terrible, lying to my family as I love them so much and they've done so much, so there's a little shame there. I, I would I would tell them the yeah. truth. I would tell them the truth, and um, because that, as a, as a liar and as someone who lives in a lot of shame, bought a great book on how to stop shame. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's great. It got four out of five. Four and a half out of five on Amazon. How fat is it? It's that fat. All right. Um, uh, but lies and shame, you know, they just haunt you forever, man, and they eat you up. Just tell just tell this member of your family, um, I suspect this mem- specific member of your family that you are concerned about um, will be concerned about you. I don't think you're going to get a rollicking. I don't, you're not going to get a wallop. Um, you're going to get concerned. i tell you what you might get as well that would be really helpful, some support. So if it does start to get uh, awkward, you've go. got someone you can talk to there who can just go. give you that little bit of backup, that bit of courage to, to to carry on doing what you know you want to do. It's tough to tell the truth, as I'm finding out. It's tough to tell the truth about stuff. Um, but every time I've told the truth, i felt better. So um, eventually... 
It's not, not necessarily straight away, but eventually. Every time I've told the truth, I felt better. So uh, that's my suggestion to you. And also, going back to the first point, the worst comes to worst, you can change your phone number. Changing your phone number is not the end of the world. I've done it. And it's a hassle. That's what it is. It's can't a hassle. Block, can't you block a number? Yeah, but supposing like, they phone you on a different number. They're, they're clever, these Scientologists. Very mm. clever. Um, I, I hope that you, it, it, everything you're writing to me about can be sorted. And it, it, it can be sorted quite easily as well. This ain't a big one. I know it's a big one to you. I'm not demeaning it, but this is this is not insurmountable. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. James, stay there. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, Even the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free, Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand people we haven't heard from for a while. Nigel, yeah, Rainbow George. Rainbow George hasn't called since I was away. No, not since I did it for a week. Well, and I know you're taking some satisfaction in. No, that. I'm not. I just find it interesting. I wonder if I, I, he's an old. I wonder if he's poorly. I wonder. I wonder if he's poorly because he's an old man, and you, you were suspicious. We were all sus- we were both suspicious that he didn't call you when I was away. Cause he doesn't really like talking to women. We think doesn't really like me, but he doesn't like you. Who does? These days. Um, but then he didn't call. We thought he'd call the first night I came back, and he mm-hmm. hasn't. He hasn't called since. No. So I wonder if he's poorly. Just wonder. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. How are you? Uh, well, you know, put, I'm putting on a top pad. Oh. Putting on the top dad. Putting on a smile. Oh. Yeah. So what you got for us, James? We got for us, big James. Sending you a huge hug, first of all, oh. um, but also um, sympathy for trying to get pictures in frames because it is the worst job in the world. Oh. You're absolutely right. I think because I've had, I'm lucky enough that I've had several frames bespoke, bespoke, bespoke built for me. That sentence doesn't feel right, but it's it's saying what I want it to say, so I'm going to stick with it. Language is fluid. I've had several bes- frames bespoke built for me. And you always think, what's well, a bit oh, pricey? That's tautology, 100 just quid. Bespoke frames. Built for me. 120, 120 quid and stuff. It's a bit pricey. But now, seeing the effort, James, yeah. it takes to get the uh, cat hair out <laughs> and the, the bit, bit of orange fluff from the duster and to get the picture straight, I would happily pay £125 again. Totally. I've, I've got some bad news because... Um, yeah. In my house, we've got uh, white walls and quite a few posters framed around. I'm the mug that gets to put the posters in the frames. Mm. And, yeah, you, you spend like an hour on this blasted thing, on the floor, you know, trying to get it in the right place. Yeah. And, yeah, here, left, left a bit, right a bit, right. Get, get those chuffing metal things down and then you turn it over. It's upside down. You have to turn it back and put it up the right way and all that stuff. The, I'm really sorry to have to break this to you, but in about, oh, I don't know, what is it, April now? A couple of months' time. You're going to look at those frames with the beautiful white mounts, and somehow about a hundred thunderflies will have got inside. Oh no! Gits. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, I've, thunderflies. Thunder. Those little black things that just get everywhere. You're doing midges. No, the tiny little beetly ones. Yeah, little kind of little, little apostrophes. You know, they kind yeah. of just appear everywhere. What are you talking and, about? Why are you making up animals? No, it's true. 
It's not such a little... You're a country folk now. You should know about this stuff. <laughs> Thunderflies. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, the year I got married was very, very hot summer. And uh, a lot of my friends also got married that year. And there was a fashion for big sort of... Tw- is it tulle? Skirts? Tweel? Skirts? Why are you just making words? I feel like I'm in the ne- episode of The Twilight ne- Zone where the language you know I mean? changes. Like netty skirts. And oh, I remember yeah, yeah. one of my friends on a particularly hot day... I'll have a, honestly, a muffet she looked, of tea. She looked... <laughs> <laughs> she looked like a walking fly trap because yeah. they were all trapped underneath yeah. the, the netting of her skirt. If you touched her meat, it closed around you. Her meat? You mean like in the flight Venus flytrap? No. If you touch the meat of the mm. Venus flytrap. Jeez. I don't mean it like that, Catherine. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I meant like that's what they call it, the Venus flytrap. It's the meat. They don't call it the meat. Yes, they do. Do they? Yes, they do. Do they, James? What? Like the tongue sort of thing. Yes, it's called <laughs> the meat. It's not called oh, the meat. Yes it, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Did it taste like meat? I've not eaten a Venus flytrap. Oh. How do you know it's meat, then? Because you can... Well, no, but you can hear them going... <laughs> Feed me Seymour. Um, I was going to say... Oh, yeah. here's, a, here's the thing, James, right? I'm going to be very delicate, but... I almost bought you a Venus flytrap the other day. I don't they're boring. Well, I've got no flies anymore. The, the fly bombs worked. Did they? Yeah, it worked. Got no flies what anymore. What were they feeding on, though? Uh, not found that yet. A corpse. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, by the way, we think buried in the grave, we think it's a hamster. Oh, how disappointing. Oh. Yeah. So here's the thing, James. Right? I mean, how sad. And I'm going to be very delicate, OK, because I love all of my neighbours. love them. But one of them is a very old lady. No names, yeah. no pack drill. Right? And I had occasion to go round and see her today. Just went, popped round to give her some flowers because I'm a nice guy. She's a nice lady. And she was having a bit of a tough time. So I thought I'd buy her some flowers to, to kind of cheer her up and stuff. And we were talking about the villages nearby. And she mentioned the village and said, oh, I don't know that very well. I've not been there. I might go and have a little look. And I mentioned the village and we talked about some stuff that was there. And then I mentioned a town. Now, James, okay. you're sat in the kitchen of uh, 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 your next door neighbour who's in her 80s, right? Okay. And she says, oh, well, of course, I can't go to that town anymore. Oh, there's too many Asians. Oy. They cause all the problems. Oh. Yow. I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not the worst okay. thing she said to me. What? Oh, God. I mean... I can't call her You feel her like out. you should have said something. What, sorry? You feel like you should have said something. I feel but... like I should have, but I couldn't. Because A, she's an old lady... I mean, like a very old lady. B, she was down because it was quite a tough day for her. She was, it was the anniversary of something quite unpleasant in her life, which is why I popped around to just cheer her up a little bit. Um, and and I, I, I didn't agree with her. I didn't go, oh, God, you're right, and there's smelly food. <laughs> I went, oh, well, I quite like it there, actually. I, 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 I go there a bit. Anyway, what's this? And then pointed to something else. But what would you do in that situation, James? What were you pointing at? The elephant in the room? <laughs> difficult, isn't it? Because she's your neighbour as well, so it's not like, you know, somebody on a bus where you can kind of have it out with them and then get off at the next stop. She's there tomorrow and the next day. And it's not, it's not, um, you know, there, there is never any justification for racism. Mm. But it's not a, you know, she's not a ranty, she voted Remain. It's not a ranty, you know, flag of St George flying, I, I'm no. going to kill them all, I hate them all. You know, it, 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 it I don't know. She's just... It sounds to me like she's... She's such a lovely person. She's um, insular. Yeah, she's such a lovely person. And um, did I, I... I did okay to not call her out, didn't I, James? 
I think so. Yeah, you've. Right I, I suppose. Yeah, you have to pick your, your battles. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, t- it's but, a tough. Like one. You say, if it was like a kind of you know <laughs> free Tommy kind of person, then you'd have to. That'd be different. I would. I would pick up my bunch of uh, Marks and Spencer flowers and I would walk out of there in a huff <laughs> and say, <laughs> "Never again." Blimey. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else, James? Uh, that'll do me. Thank you very much. That'll do us then, sir. Nick, stay there. You'll be next. Oh three. Look at that. It's nearly. Uh, it's nearly closing time. And then Paul Ross coming in at one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Hey, we're nearly done. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget, uh, loads of shows coming up. Manchester. One of the Manchester shows is sold out. The other one is doing very nicely indeed. Um, Bath tickets are going on sale soon. Belfast is up for sale already. Uh, which is in July, Shaftesbury in July, mm-hmm. London, uh, London in June. I think it's June or maybe it's July. I can't remember. We've hardly mentioned it, and there's only about thirty tickets left. So I would hurry up if I were you. All of the, uh, the oh, Kelsey Grammer is sold out on June the ninth. Um, you you come into that, aren't you? Yeah, I think okay, so. Cool. Uh, my sister and her husband coming. I've got one more ticket. I've got. I think I've, I've blagged four tickets. So who, who who loves me, baby? Um, but all the shows, all of the dates, ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. And also if you go to ianlee.com, there's a shop link and you can buy Ian and Kath's Motorcycle Club T-shirts, Late Night Loser T-shirts. My little girls have got their Motorcycle Club T-shirts. Yeah, they wicked, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and my youngest is very into YouTube at the moment. She went, I can't believe you've got merch, Mum. Merch. Uh, we've got loads of late night rabbit holes, all of that stuff, all designed by our mate Scott Balcony, who's a genius. If you go to ianlee.com and look for the, the shop merch button, it will take you there. And I can I guarantee you that every single penny um, of that uh, does not go to charity. None of it goes to charity. It mainly goes to Scott, and then we get a slice, we get a slice of the cake as well. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Good, evening. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good well, have you had a sleep? Well, this is the thing. I, was, I listened to the beginning of the show at 10. Oh. I nodded off, and I, was, <laughs> I woke up with a guy who said, I want to talk about picture framing. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about picture framing. <laughs> Go on, then. It's the hardest thing in the world, isn't it? Well, yeah, I bought 15 from a, a dump. Like, they've got a shop, so they're sort of semi-good. semi-good. I've got my first art exhibition today. Oh. I get my pictures in the frames. No. And uh, the framing the pictures, two and a half days, was harder than painting the bleed print. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> it's... Oh, I'm kidding you. But I can't, you can't afford to get them framed because they're so dear. But it's just a coincidence, man, that's all. But, um... Well, getting bespoke frames made for you, yeah, it, they, they cost a fortune. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah I'd, I, I, no, it's, it's all fun. All the frames are different than that, but... Um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's one of the things that you don't like to do. I'm not going to do it next time. No. So hang on, tell us about this exhibition then, Nick. What what, what, what have you painted? Uh, well, they're all abstract stuff. It's in a local theatre, and it's with a couple of others that experience. And oh. I, I started 11 months ago, and I've got, like, about 15 pictures. And, um, yeah, it's quite exciting. Really. Where, where, where like, is it? Where, in, case anyone's free, near, you know? in case anyone's nearby, where is it today? Really? Well, it's on for two weeks. It's free. <laughs> It's 
at the Leatherhead Theatre in Surrey. Oh, that's a proper venue, that is. Flipping heck. Well, it's just... Michael Caine's the patron, actually. There you go. Not a, not a lot of people know that. Uh, well, you're our, you're our second, as far as we know, you're our second um, show contributor who's had an exhibition. Our mate Dan at Mugger Harris uh, oh, had, yeah. his, had his first exhibition in Brighton the other week when we were down there doing the rabbit hole. What? Um, Oh, yeah, paintings and stuff. And we oh, went yeah. we went down there. I've bought I've got I've got, well, I've got to give him the money actually. I've, I've bought them, oh, but I've not I, I bought a couple of paintings. They were he's so good. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Does he do did he do prints as well? Cuz you prints. Yeah, he did. Well. He, he I don't think prints. I don't think he no, I don't think he's met prints. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, well, Brighton's a good place to uh, to do that. It's all sort of arty and bohemian. It's a very very arty and bohemian down there. It's, it, too, it's too bohemian. It smells oh, of weeds. Oh, I met a guy uh, today who's into art, and he, uh, I'll be going when I can. Uh, Edward Monk is up in uh, London oh. at the minute. Yeah, that's, that's right. Worth yeah. I thought he was dead. Uh, I'm, I'm doing some great material here, guys. Yeah. Doing some yeah. great material here, guys, and I'm getting absolutely nothing from either it's of you. It's because we're trying to have an arty chat with you, and you're just messing about. Uh, it's a bit <laughs> arty-farty for me. I, 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 one last thing. Um, yes. I, I listened to um, uh, Paul Ross. Paul Ross. Paul yes. Ross. At one. Is it Paul? It's Paul Ross. I think it's Paul Ross. I've not. I, I've not seen his papers yet, uh, uh, and he keeps saying he's going to bring them in, but I've not seen. He says he's Paul Ross. I have no actual evidence it is. He, he is. He is brilliant. He, he can talk for like <laughs> a thousand miles an hour. He's one of the best. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's good. He's good. Hang on, Paul. Come in. We need you to verify. <laughs> that is, it is. It's, it, his show has the most effort oh, really? oh, put into it. Hello. Yeah. Well, have you got any document, Paul? We've got Nick on the line. Nick My is... name is Jugashvili. I come from Georgia. What <laughs> 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 a surprise. Uh, Paul, say Nick, to you're a very kind man. Fans. God bless you. Thank you very much, Nick. And the team make the show great because they put some work in, unlike the late-night alternative, as Ian always says. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You see, um, it, that's, he's not even warmed up yet, and the, the, they rattle off about 100 words. Yeah, 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 the topics you cover are amazing. It's brilliant, brilliant Well, stuff, the thing brilliant. is, it, between you and me, um, what mm. we have to do is we tend to go for academics who nobody else wants to speak to who are in America. But the story's always fascinating, and they seem yeah. to be just pleased to share their work. Yeah. We've got a couple of great guys on tonight, including a guy who's worked out the, the genetic origins, where the people came from who built Stonehenge. Wow. He's taken DNA from bodies that were six, 7,000 years old, still viable, and it wasn't the ancient Britons at all. Great story coming up. There you go, you see, there you go, you see Nick. That's what you got coming up. Love it. Love hey, listen, it. Mate, best. Give us a call maybe later in the week or next week and let us know how the exhibition's going. I will do. Yeah, thank well, you. Good luck with that, Nick. Good luck. Best of luck, mate. He's got an, uh, his first art exhibition going on. Oh, wonderful. Um, our mate Dan had his first so art you get exhibition. The more erudite callers. I tend not to take calls because I either get people that you've banned, <laughs> yes, or I get people who may have had a sniff of the barmaid's apron or something even stronger. Oh, there's. If you're up at sort of two, three in the morning phoning radio stations, then no. yes, your your nose is going to be numb. No. Yeah, I mean, frozen although, noses. Although, you know, the night callers are always very welcome to give us a call if they choose to. But we have got lots on the show tonight, which yes. I'm looking forward to. How does someone work out the DNA of the people? that built stuff. How did they even begin to do that? Well, but what they did basically was they looked at uh, the... The first thing they started was this White Hawk, White Hawk woman from Sussex who's six and a half thousand years old yeah. and Cheddar Man, Cheddar, Cheddar Gould, yeah, who's 7,000 years old. Stonehenge Happy was birthday. about 5,000 years old and they then compared the DNA in those, which yeah. is still viable, See, with the DNA from people about 5,000 years ago. This is what Paul Ross does. We told a story about seeing a woman doing a poo on the street today. <laughs> yeah, but yes. I know which the listeners prefer. Yeah. Well, it's all I DNA. Know, yeah. <laughs> 
It was outrageous. It was incredible I scenes. Yeah, I did hear you talking about it. Yes, incredible. It was, yes, yeah. You're waving a bit of paper. What's this? Is this your... Uh, no, no, I tell you was. No, this is my life, basically. Oh. I'd found my Sainsbury's receipt, and being a very mean man, <laughs> I wanted to check, at the moment, if you buy six bottles of wine in Sainsbury's over a five, you get 25% off. Yes. And I wanted to make absolutely sure I got the discount. Yeah. The good news is, folks, I had. I bought six bottles of decent wine, I got £9.25 off. How Happy many bottles are left? And they're all in the boot of the car. Oh, right, I, had okay. things, I had to get dog food. It's all I had to get dog food on the way in. I bought some sausage rolls. I bought a tuna and cucumber roll reduced from two pounds to forty-five pence. Gosh, that filled a gap. All right, listen, save the dull stuff for you. <laughs> so, mate. All right, this is the phone. Right. I was thinking that my mum, when she used to go, she used to go shopping. Would after she paid at the till, would then move on and stand at the end of the till oh, check. and go through the thing. And would did we? Well, and then she'd go back going, "I'm I'm really sorry, we didn't get the three pence off on this." Isn't that because she was spending her housekeeping? Do you have to account for everything? No, I must admit, I do it. And you were talking earlier on about how people react when they see people vaguely on telly. Yeah. And I was in the Sainsbury's in Hayes when I lived over in West London, only about a year or so ago. And I hadn't got... I had, I'd paid 180 for my packaged beetroot, not 90 pence. It was meant to be half price. Ooh. And I queued and waited at the... And it's quite, you know, I waited about five minutes. I said, I'm really sorry. Not, and she said to me... But you're Jonathan Ross's brother. No. Yeah, and I said, but 90 pence is always 90 pence. Uh-huh. I only bought it because no. it was half price. I've got no shame when that comes no, to that. No, then you should A dime is always a dime. No, you shouldn't. That, for her to call that out is the... I, know, she, she was, I think she felt a bit awkward. She'd seen me in there before, and after that, I got preferential treatment, and she once put back for me a half-price pizza in the ready meal aisle. You know they do the discounted ready meals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said, put one by for me. And I bought it even though I didn't want it because it was kind of chicken pizza. I don't like chicken pizzas. But I felt too socially awkward to say... Isn't it funny? Yeah. Well, we're, we're very similar in ways like that. Catherine, have you got uh, anything to round the show off with? Uh, oh. Yeah. People have been putting stickers that look like phone chargers on walls in airports. Have oh, seen yeah, this? yeah, yeah. I've seen this. Go on. This <laughs> Um, plane passengers are in need of a phone charge have been left infuriated by this prank, prank at Dublin Airport, but I've seen it elsewhere. A video posted on Twitter shows one tourist attempting to plug a phone charger into a pristine white socket on the wall. Genius. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been going on. That's a, that's uh, a thing. Pe- people... It's a wonderfully benign prank, isn't it? It is. Oh, it's lovely. But it, I saw a picture of it. It looks... Authentic, yes. doesn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, the shade... It's like a photograph, so... It's, a flash um... mob's still a thing. The flash mobs gone now. I haven't seen one this year. I don't think. Yeah, they were they were they were fun until it. And then they were bloody everywhere. Well, until the BBC started doing them. Yeah. And then once the BBC start doing stuff like that, you think, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, as soon guys. as it's on the one show, it's terminal. The, the one show, the one show, the one show kills oh. it a little bit. Or as oh. soon as Piers Morgan thinks it's a good idea. Jesus. Also, sell-by date, well expired. That guy. I'd still have it now if the sell-by date's expired, if it's half price. Oh, yeah, give oh. it a sniff. You'll know if it's off. <laughs> I've not got a problem with sell-by dates, although I did make some milk today, uh, some coffee today with milk that was uh, three days out of date. That, no, it didn't Did work. it bubble up? No, but... Get it, it drunk. I, you know, no, no, you know when you taste it and it's like it was like furry coffee. OK, yeah. See, I have no problem with that because I was a milk boy. I was working at the age of about nine or ten. And my treat was when the gold top milk, remember those days, was slightly off, the milk you'd give it to me for you to drink. So I quite like sour milk. That was my treat. You can have that, Paul. <laughs> treat, glug, glug down the sour oh, gold. The old days, horrible. How kind of him, experimenting yeah. on a child. And, and I remember the day we got the news of the relief of Math King. That was a big day for us as well. <laughs> the Boer War. Happy days. <laughs> uh, right, that's it. We're, we're done. Uh, just time to say, oh, by the way, podcasts are plenty bubbling under. There's going to be, I'm guessing, a Noel Sullivan yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. going up uh, I must say, he was a great guest. What a charming chap he sounded. Yeah. Yeah, lovely what a lovely... Taller than I was expecting. He's really tall, lad. Taller than you? Yeah, he was as tall as, I think. Just a little, maybe an inch under. Was he a body double for Chewbacca? It was something like that. But um, I'm fascinated with, with pop stars when they just go on the... Da- I forgot to ask him about David Cassidy. 
because they did a thing we'll with David Cassidy. Again, yeah, we, we will. I'm fascinated by pop careers when they just go on the turn, when it just starts to go yeah. downwards and sour and stuff. And the fact that they were powerless for the whole... Hearsay were powerless for the whole yeah. thing. Completely, you know, at the, the, the behest and of ITV. And then Kim Marsh jumped ship and Kim that Marsh kind of it. it and it, yeah. I got the vibe there was... He's not spoken to her since, he, he said off air. Um, but then they took the control back and instead of telling their manager they'd had enough, they phoned up the son and said, we're splitting. And they took control back. I mean, a messy, yeah. juvenile way of doing it because they were 20, you know, still kids, but it, fascinating. Yeah. And a nice guy yeah. that... Pure could, and simple. Pure, could, you know, could have been dead. Could have been a junkie. Could have been an alky. Yeah. And he's he's wobbled a little bit, but he's all right. I really felt for him. I really felt for him. Yeah. And, and I'm glad he made it through. Yeah. What nice. a lovely bloke. Nice. Anyway, that'll be a podcast. Um, but what, who, what other guests have we had uh, recently? Will Stall. Who else did we have? We had, didn't we have someone else? Maybe I'm imagining. Are you, are you not present during this show sometimes? Honestly, I don't. As soon as the show is done, really, I don't remember it. I do not remember. Cathal the next day will say, uh, "Oh, we had an email about that call from from Tony." I go, well, 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 "That's well, probably a healthy thing. That means you're more in the moment." Oh yeah, I can't. Kate Robbins. Kate Robbins. Oh, that was it. Mega star. For goodness sakes, that was it. You don't remember because we didn't say very much to her. Do you remember? We just wound her up and watched her go. She was great. Went out for a drink. Let her, let her do it. Anyway, podcasts are plenty, dear listener. You can get them from Acast. You can get them from iTunes. Um, you can uh, get them from your usual podcast provider. If you like, if you subscribe, if you share, all of those things are really, really helpful and they kind of help you know the show continue and grow and all of that stuff. Thank you, Catherine. It's fine. My job. Wow. Contractually obliged to be here. So Such a, all the warmth. It's outrageous, isn't it? Well, then may I just add six tasty sausage rolls, the third off in Saint. Oh, I love the sausage roll. Look in the ready meal aisle. Okay. Well, okay. Well, that's Plus a third off cheese and onion slices. Uh, this is outrageous. Oh, yes. Now you're talking, guys. You're probably both breaking off com regulations. Other supermarkets are. are available. Exactly. You think you are George Galloway or something? For crying out loud. <laughs> Thank you very much, Amy. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10, but stay tuned. Coming up after one, it's the one and only Paul Ross on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 